Hi, this is Jesse with CritCast. I wanted to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode here on Spotify. Don't forget that our episodes are live every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash critcastofficial. Now, back to the podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Also, apologies for the poor audio on this first episode. Uh, We didn't really know what we were doing when we recorded it. And as you can hear now, uh, our audio is significantly better quality. Um, And it is episode two and on. There is issues here and there, but it's not ever this bad. Um, Thank you guys for bearing with us. Are we all muted? No, you're not. Now I'm not? We're all good. Awesome. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the first episode of CritCast. We're actually finally fucking live. Thank fucking Christ. Um, we're going to be playing some Dungeons & Dragons, have a little bit of fun, try to make some type of compelling narrative story. Most likely just going to end up being fucking stupid. Uh, I am Steve the DM. Uh, to my... What? Oh, somebody fucking changed my thing on Google Docs. What? <laughs> somebody changed my intro on Google Docs. Did you change it? No. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, somewhere on the cameras on there, but to my left we have Romeo, to his left we have Jesse, and to his left we have Willow. And then across the table is me again. Um, I lost where I was. <laughs> We're clearly professionals at this, everyone. Bear with me. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Um, we don't really have any intros or anything other than that. We are who we are. And I guess we'll do a brief little synopsis for, uh, intro into the game. Let me get our audio going here. Let's do this one. And we'll see how it comes in on the audio. Hopefully that'll come through. Yeah, we'll find out. So... On this particular continent, Drowson, in the Abdaris Empire, in the city of Kalanop, is a massive archive of knowledge, one of many in the Empire, collecting magic in the form of items or people under their employ, each rare in the world due to storms of wild, weakened, or muted magic that can change quickly and without pattern. Jesse and Willow's characters, Mormos and Belvire, respectively, uh, met through a mutual mission to address suspicious uh, goings-on near the Archive. The situation turned out to be a mischievous wizard named Eldon, who the Archive is forced to accommodate as he torments people harmlessly for his own amusement. Belvire was gifted an interesting tent uh, as they were sent on their way, um, and after he had his fun. After this, Mormos, who until then had been teaching magic to students uh, from his home in the woods outside of the city, was invited to teach at the Archive and is visited regularly by Belvire, who's lived in there since they were a child. Romeo's character, Glane, was introduced when he was sent over by the Mercenaries Guild uh, in the same city to to assist in an errand by the Archive. Uh, visiting a long-since-destroyed city and retrieving anything of importance. On the way, they found a small town being attacked by goblins. They chose to help the town, defeated the goblins, and suggested the town put up a fence (laughs) and went on their way. 
Arriving in Edros, the ruined city, they had met a couple members of a, another archive and delved into the ruins below, or into the vaults below the ruins, rather, and fought a helmed horror that had been long since hibernating. Yes, children. Fucking <laughs> fence. <laughs> oh, the fence, yeah. It's good design, right? <laughs> Do... Uh, at, or after they defeated the uh, Helm Tor, they also managed to collect its heart along with some weird items that they found inside. Due to a storm of wild magic, uh, the spirit of the Helm Tor had manifested and ended up um, inserting itself into Glaine's glaive, uh, creating a sentient weapon he would later uh, discover. Oh, I'm sorry. He, yeah, he would later discover he had yet, uh, had yet to be explained. Uh, magical abilities, however that sentence works. Um, a book was also found uh, that seemed to have blank pages, but a very strong magical presence. Um, each page can be attuned to, and when Mormos had attuned to several of those pages, ended up finding out that there are things trapped within, and also that attuning to those pages has repercussions. In the in the form of exhaustion points, <laughs> nearly killing the wizard. And questionable sanity. <laughs> and questionable sanity. Very questionable sanity. <clears throat> On the return trip, they crossed the same town, discovering that they had begun the process of, in fact, building their fence. <laughs> Due to another instance of wild magic, um, Mormos also discovered that all of the gold he was carrying with him had been turned into platinum. Lucky bastard. <laughs> And he had gifted a single platinum to the town to aid in their. Uh, no, actually, that wasn't for the fence. That was for that was for the small child yeah, with broken like legs. A leg or yeah. yeah, I gave them money. Yeah, Glenn yeah. gave him money too. I did. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they had returned to the archive, uh, Belvire had surrendered the helmed heart that they collected, as well as a box of random notes and scrawlings that they found, uh, to one of the or to the uh, there was the director uh, Zenik Sijin. Um, let's see. Ah, uh, there we go. And Mormos also did the same with the book, Bef but not before tuning to five pages. In the meantime, lovely. Uh, since then, Mormos has continued to teach his students and has been testing them in front of the archive director, Zenik Sijin. Glane has discovered several spells that his glaive can cast, which fluctuate day to day. And Belvire has spoken to their monastic instructor, Sisarkin, about taking on one of his young orphan students as, the stu uh, as a student of their own. And with that, we come into Kalanat, into the small bedroom of Glane in the back of the Mercenaries Guild. Glenn, you are woken from sleep by the smell of meats and fresh bread. You see dust, your trusty glaive, sitting against your bed frame. And as you get up for your day and begin to walk outside and see the regular hustle and bustle of the midwinter morning, can you please explain uh, what Glenn looks like as you come walking out? Alright, uh, is a 3-6 goblin. Very short, but also rather jacked at a physical strength 20. Um, What's a strength of 20? He's, he's ripped. He's yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
one good. He's got somewhat raggy leather clothing on. As you all shine, there's a bustle of the chainmail that he wears underneath that is his actual armor. Um, he's got two hand axes on his hips off to the side out of the way. So if he ever needs something to use other than his glaive, which is going to probably be rare, um, he has backups just in case. So you go walking out. As you walk out from the, um, just the small section of rooms in the back for a couple of the guild members, you see off to the left the bar with uh, the usual um, small but, like, burly dwarf female uh, bartender working on the back, just kind of cleaning things up, getting breakfast ready, all that good stuff. To the right, you see the desk with the bars over the top, and the guild... mm, Leader is a good word, but it, he's not. Front of house, uh, Pat, the lovely old gnome, uh, silver hair, kind of slicked back, well-kept red robes with just white adornments all over them. Um, and you can see at the back of his, uh, or on his desk behind the bars, he has all the little buttons and levers and just weird shit that he's got laying around there. Uh, but he sees you... Uh, kind of walk out, and he just gives you a little little salute and begins, like, tapping his hand on the lever on the right-hand side. I, I nod and approach. As you approach, he pulls that lever back, and you see the as the steps from the desk extend out to allow you to step up and be eye-to-eye with him. Glane, it's a good morning. Morning, Pat. Did you, uh, did you get my note from this morning? I did, actually. Music stopped. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it stopped. And well, combo started. It was good timing, really. I guess. Kind of nice. Yeah, we'll just restart it. Fuck it. Professionals. Professionals. Also, you guys can't laugh. At, you guys can't ask, ask me to synopsize and then laugh at my synopsis. <laughs> no promises. Did you get the note? I did. Actually, I was just getting ready. Some breakfast is Gonna be able to get that done today, you think? Yeah, I don't see why not. Awesome. Well, as before, with you know this job, uh, let's he kind of leans in and whispers, like, "Let's keep it under the table. I don't want to. It wouldn't be good to let people know that I'm doing this kind of stuff. It's, I can't pay for." I, I know. Retract the note and hold it down under the desk. <laughs> he goes. It's perfect. Just keep it. You can burn the note if you really want to. You don't need it. I know what I'm paying you. Pardon me. (laughs) Well, if there's... I don't think there's anything else I need from you. Is there anything you need from me today? No, I think that's it. Thank you. All right, have a good one. As you begin walking out, he goes, By the way, uh, dress warm. It's really cold out today. Rough wind. And he pushes the, le- or the uh, lever back up and the stairs do, 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 retract back into the desk. Right. Um, yeah, I'm going to head over to Bones. Alrighty. You step outside onto the main road. Um, actually, if I... Where the hell did I put my map? I don't know where I put the thing for my map. Oh, it's right here. Ha-ha-ha. Um, as you begin walking out, you take a quick look. Oh, folks, I don't know if you're going to be able to see that on the thing. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. 
Um, oh yeah, there's a camera right there. <laughs> I forgot. It's great. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, Romeo, as, or Glenn, as you begin walking out and up towards Bell, you actually pass the uh, building that Pat had pointed out in his note to you. Is there any note? Um, as with the one that you had investigated previously, uh, it is completely abandoned. It looks uh, destitute. Um, no lights. Looks like nobody's been in there for a while. Uh, window, again, like the last one, uh, shattered from the outside going in. Does this look like it was broke, like broken into recently? Um, you can do a, uh, give me an investigation check. First skill check of the campaign. Woo! Net one. <laughs> um, ten. Ten? Kind of hard to say. Um, y you know, at a glance, it doesn't look like there's anything that you can really guesstimate the age mm -hmm. of. Um, but there is some water damage just inside that you can kind of spot, like on curtains. <laughs> Looks like maybe a couple weeks. So you begin walking over to Bell's. It is incredibly cold in the city today. The wind from the uh, from the coast is just sweeping through and just sapping the heat from everything. So you kind of double bundle up really quick. How high up is the snow? Um, the snow right now, it's actually pretty... It hasn't really been snowing much this year. It's, it's mostly just been cold as hell. Um, yeah. Easy enough. Um, but you managed to make it over to the uh, to the one-story building with the glass turret up on the top that you know as Bell's home. And you can... I mean, they don't have lights up in the reading room, but you know that the door is just open to come into, or you can try going back up and then knocking on the glass to scare the crap out of them. I'm going to knock on the door before trying to open no answer? I tried. Alright, yeah, door's unlocked. Yeah, I had unlocked. Hello? <laughs> I come down the stairs because I was definitely in the reading room. Figured as much. As you walk down the stairs, uh, what does Glane see? Uh, Belvire is a seven foot tall, um, lanky but built blue dragonborn with bright green eyes and well, kind of horns that go basically straight back and they're wearing like just standard monk outfit except they have a bright teal sash around tied around their waist that's representative of the archive perfect so yeah you see Belle come walking down the stairs with a book in hand um it has been, I'll say, a couple weeks since the last time we did one of our sessions. So you probably, at this point, could have filled out the other of those, uh, the bookshelves that were put in for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat's giving us another job to do. That seems to be about the same as last time. Um, Just another one confusing. to keep hush-hush about, yeah. Ink is hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> Pat likes to draw in silver ink. It's almost like it's the only fancy one he has, and he mm -hmm. likes to make it official. 
I can read it if you actually want. I, I got the general idea. Okay. <laughs> um, were you requested to include us, or was it just... Oh, yeah, uh, to bring you guys along as well. Okay, is it for the same reason as the last one, or is it just uh, sure. another uh, thing? <clears throat> that's the vibe I'm getting. I actually passed the uh, building that we're going to on the way over here. What and did you see? It looked fairly similar to the last one, but broken inwards. Um, old building damage, water damage. And well, that's that. comforting. Are we going to get more mess as well? Yeah. You're closer. Go on there first. <laughs> True enough. Alright, I think we will go then. Alrighty, let me get up the, uh, the thing for that. As you begin walking over, um, Belle, you haven't been outside of the house yet today, but it is frigid outside right now. My muscles keep me warm. <laughs> it's, we're, we're probably looking with wind chill, probably like zero to ten below. Like, it's frigid. I would say that since I was up in the tower, which is entirely windows, I would at the very least be able to see the way that other people were dressed and make a safe assumption about what the weather was like, yeah. so I would have dressed at least on the other side. Yeah, that's a safe assumption to make. Um, you begin making your way through the Scholars District, uh, kind of cutting a couple small alleyways and making your way over to Mormos's home, um, which... You all know exactly where it is, what it looks like. It's the one of the tallest buildings in this, uh, in the area, or actually in the city. Um, Three-story tower, with the first floor being kind of like a, a stone warehouse almost, um, with the large sliding metal door on the front. And as you walk up and knock on the door, inside. Mormos, you are standing around currently in lesson with your students. Um, you hear the brief knock on the door, and the students are kind of preparing for the for the final bit of their lesson. Come in. You all slide the door open. You see Mormos standing there with his students right now. I let Glenn lead the way, so I don't outrun him at a soft walk. <laughs> when you walk in, you instinctively kind of duck back so your glaive doesn't scrape the ceiling. Uh, you actually see on the left-hand side there is a weapons rack that uh, Mormos had installed. Did you describe the way you're wearing your glaive? Because I no, don't you think didn't. you did. Oh, um, the glaive is attached on the side of my uh, backpack. On, the, on yeah, my right. So it's pretty much just straight vertical, and my glaive's got a uh, green like fabric band up near the top, so people can kind of see it or have a better glimpse of it, so that way they don't walk into a giant, massive blade of bobbing up and down for a crowd. Um, yeah, I take take my glaive off and I'll set it next to the rack, so I'm not gonna get all stuff. I'm sure you would have in there. <laughs> So that Romeo was a little bit quiet. Oh, Romeo's quiet. quiet. So I told him to link close to Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, perfect. Yeah. So, almost you see them kind of walking in. The cold air, uh, kind of pushes in. Bell, you kind of close that door behind you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll be back. No rush. Hey. 
lesson. Yeah, you're you're kind of leaning towards the end of your lesson, so you can. All right. So your assignment uh, for all of you guys today: uh, come back in about three days. You need to practice the cantrip shape water, and I need you to be able to demonstrate to me that you can form about five foot water, uh, five foot of water into a shape of an animal of your choosing, and be able to freeze it in that form. Uh, your students nod. Um, Rody kind of uh, stands up. Um, Actually, do you want to describe what your students look like really quick? Uh, I have three students. Rody is a whitish, uh, yellowish male high elf. He's about five feet tall. Uh, Kari is a pale blue female half elf, who is about five four. Uh, and then there's Brian, who's a pale white human. Brian? Brian. Brian, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Who would have been saying? I didn't remember. <laughs> uh, Brian, who's a pale white human, and he's about six Perfect. Uh, Rody kind of steps up. He's like, um, oh, you haven't. I, you know what? I'm so sorry. Foremost, describe what Belle and Glenn see as they walk in to your to your office. I am so sorry. Uh. They see a, uh, a light purple uh, tiefling male, about 5'11", uh, red eyes, silver, uh, long silver hair with a uh, medium-sized silver beard, um, wearing, you know, typical wizard robes, but in it, uh, sewn into it, is the uh, blue sash of the archive. Um, he has uh, a left silver metal arm, um, and a... On his right hand, he has a black wedding band finger, uh, wedding band on his finger, like I have. Perfect. Uh, Rody kind of steps up. He's like, uh, Mr. Mormos, um, I've, I, I haven't been able to get the hang of the, the shape water. I mean, is there a different one that I can try out? It's like we, I got the prestidigitation and the. There's a minor illusion. Uh, like, and I'm still trying to get the hang of them. Is there a way that we can... Give it two more days of practice. Come back. See if you can get the hang of it. If not, I can, uh, I can help you uh, some more one-on-one help after, after class. And he kind of scratches the back of his head. Right. He steps back in line with the rest. Don't worry. It's a smooth spell. You'll get the hang of it. Alright. Um... Uh, Kari kind of like. Make, uh, oh no, go ahead. I'm gonna take some water, make a like a lion out of it, freeze it. Use press the dissertation to color it like a lion, and then give it to uh, Kari. Perfect. Kari. Kari to Rody. Rody takes it and kind of just glances over, and he uh, holds it out, and you see him do the uh, the hand signal or the uh, the hand movements for press the dissertation, and he kind of waves his hand around and snaps at it. And you watch as the color kind of shimmers past, and it turns back into like a, uh, instead of like an icy white, it turns into like a dull blue almost, just solid color. Okay. Right, so practice on that. Uh, it'll last for about an hour. Uh, and then if you can't get the hang of it, come see me tomorrow for the work class in a couple of days. Alright? Yes, sir. They uh, begin walking towards the door. They kind of 
bypass. Um, Brian uh, looks over at you, Glaine. He kind of just... He's a, it's a cool weapon. I like that. And then he uh, kind of glances over and he sees you, Bell. He's like, I like the horns. They look nice. Thank you. Are you going to He goes, that's cool. And he walks out the door. Kari's <laughs> Car, last one out. She shuts the door behind. Uh, two things. Uh, in chat, we are getting that Romeo's quiet, and they're getting a lot of echoes, so they can barely understand you. Echo from who? All of us. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. it, it was I am so sorry, sorry people. Give me a minute. And also, I can't reply to chat in this. I just need to pull up my phone to do it. Wait, really? Yep. <laughs> do all this stuff. It'll take time to get just right. Yeah. Stick with us, please. Yeah. We, yeah. We've been having tech issues. You know how long <laughs> the computer died last week? Say again. You know how long the uh, speak to live delay is? Ten seconds. Yeah. Right, that shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Um, so, so, at any rate, um, yeah, yeah, the three of you have the, have the building to yourself right now. So, so what's up? Uh, we have another thing from Pat. Seems to be the same job as before. I already passed the building that we were in last time. Or, uh, the building for this time. It looked a lot like the building from last time. Old, uh, run down. Taking a slightly different direction this time because it's nice to change up which way you're going. Um, you kind of spot off towards the uh, the Eastern Market as you walk out of uh, Mormos' building. Um, currently, a lot of the uh, people that live in this city and work in the market are actually setting up for a winter festival that's coming up in like three days. It's the Effectively, it's like the winter solstice. It's the the middle point, or the, like the middle point of winter, where now it is starting to get warmer from then on, um, or the days are getting longer. Um, so they're kind of just prepping that up right now. Uh, you begin kind of walking back, uh, weaving your way through the alleys again, over towards the other home. Um, as before, when you go and see the house from the road. Um, as before, uh, the people that are just walking around, doing their shopping, going to and fro, they're not really, their attention isn't being drawn by this building. And why would it? it it's a run-down, you know, piece of shit little cottage with broken stuff, but it is right at the front of a main road on a market edge. Like, little, little off. Um, I'm gonna do what I did last time and patrol the outside of the building okay. first and walk around and... Easy enough. Um, 
you begin kind of walking around. It is, it's not that big. It's only like 40 by maybe 70. It, it's basically just a big room um, with some small sectioned off areas inside. Um, there are, there is the front door facing the main road. And then there are two uh, windows, one on each side of that door, um, on the building edges, rather. Windows broken in. Windows broken in. I'm going to try the front door. Front door? <clears throat> uh, it is unlocked this time. I'm going to cast major armor on myself. <laughs> All right. You smack your chest. Um, you smack your chest, and uh, the other, or the two of you see the little blue, or the uh, the arcane like see-through blue kind of shimmer over all of his robes. Were there any back doors? There is no back door on this one. Um, Mormos, you're the first one walking in. Make me a perception check. Sure. Ooh, which one to use? Mm -hmm. Should have thought of that before we went live. Well, I picked the ones that the biggest. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. It, it depends. Th these ones normally these ones normally do me well. So Go for it. You said perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. 17. Yeah. Just keep them out. <laughs> just keep them out. Keep Put them out. on your book. Christ. Just keep, just keep them out. Fucking hell. Yeah, I didn't think great. about how loud that was going to be you, until you gotta, I did it. You gotta not fidget with your stuff. You do not realize how loud the click clack math rocks are. <laughs> They're incredible loud. That's why I brought my seventeen out and also put them in the thing before we went live. <laughs> I took care of mine. Did you, though? Mine are just oh. sitting here. I don't actually use them. I just make them for sound effects. <laughs> um, 17. Uh, so, walking inside, you see a couple different things. Uh, the bed in the corner of the room um, is disheveled, thrown around. Um, you see there is a, uh, a dark stain on the wood, as well as uh, splatters of dark color up on the ceiling. Does it look like blood? Looks like it's probably blood. Okay. And the uh, same for the stain on the... Yeah. Yeah. It's low light in here right now. It is overcast outside currently, so it's not a whole lot of lights coming in. Is there a fireplace? Uh, there is a fireplace. Press the digitation? Yes. Yeah. You start up a small fire. Um, it does bring a bit of light. There are also, like, small, basically, sconces on the walls. I'm going to light those as well. Okay. Yeah, you light those up. Gives a bit of light to the room. Right. Uh, yeah, it definitely looks like it's probably blood. Um, Guys, the front door is unlocked. You watched you walk in? Yeah. I thought you were around the back. I was I'm walking just around, but I got back. Standing in the, in the door. doorway, <laughs> watching you visit the ceiling. Hey, I was lighting the room. I, I yell into the room. Yeah, we know. <laughs> well, please we heard me. the door open. They watched you walk in. I'm just saying. Um, if the other two of you would like, you can also make uh, perception checks. Or one of you can do it with advantage. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we'll take two roll. Alright, sounds good. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Oh my god. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. I don't roll good. It's Is all that... your dice. What yeah, the fuck? You get better dice. It's not dice. It's it me. Nice dice. Dice. Superman <laughs> does good. You roll well. <laughs> what? Fucking you don't do good, you do well. Uh, yeah. You do good. Um, get at me in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're gonna have grammar lessons. Yeah, um, from me. Romeo, you don't see, or uh, oh, sorry, no. Glenn, you don't see much of anything. Um, 
Mormos kind of points out like a couple things, and you're just kind of like, you know, yeah, that is in fact a stain on the floor. <laughs> mm, the floor is made of floor. <laughs> Belvire, you spot one or two different things that Mormos has not seemed to have spotted just yet. Mm-hmm. The first thing you notice is that in the bed, in the mattress, there are teeth marks grabbing at the uh, the mattress as well as the underside of the frame. There are teeth marks in both. Specifically teeth, not like claw? They look like teeth marks. It looks like something went like this and then immediately pulled back off. There's no blood on the bed, though. Can I look under the bed? Absolutely. Um, are you just looking for just anything in particular? Uh, kinda, yeah. I'm also gonna check for any, like, teeth marks or scratches on the underside of the bed frame. Okay. Um. But also just, like, a general look. Yeah. Uh, that, I'll say with that perception, that's, you were kind of going under and looking really quick. Mm -hmm. Um, and you saw the teeth marks in the mattress, as well as on the underside of the frame, looking like they lined up in the same spot. Um, no additional marks on there. Um, however, like the previous time, one of the windows um, you can see coming from that window in the dust on the ground, there is uh, like there is a small path that looks like something slithered across the floor and kind of disturbed the dirt that was there, headed towards the bed. Any other furniture, de- desks, dressers? Um, yeah, there's a, uh, a table next to the... Um, next to the fireplace where there's like a makeshift kitchen, basically. Um, There's also a small clothing wardrobe that is currently open. Um, Just nothing too out of the ordinary. It looks like somebody was just in a hurry to get out. There are still some clothes sitting in there. Glane is going to look around the floor for another crumpled up piece of paper. Uh, Do me a quick uh, either perception or investigation. I really should like Ooh. Oh, thank, thank you. 22. 22. You kind of look around for a scrap of paper. What you, you don't find any scraps. What you do find, sitting kind of tucked in the back of the wardrobe, is a small diary. And you pull that out and kind of thumb through it really quick. And it starts out just as a normal diary. Uh, it seems that the person that was writing this was a uh, middle-aged woman. Um, never really specifies anything too much about herself. But what you notice is that in the last like seven or eight pages, the handwriting begins to switch, like it did previously. You see a stretch of regular handwriting where it's questioning why there are certain things happening in the house. You know, why was there a photo sitting on my wall of some random person? And then immediately after, just scribbles and scrawlings of someone. Is there a torn out page? There does not appear to be a torn out page. Are there any pictures on the wall? Not now, no. You can see where there are spots. Uh, You can see that there are spots for, like, nails in the wall. Can I look f- around for pictures? Like if they might have fallen on the floor behind dressers? Um, like yeah, go ahead. Um, either perception or investigation. I'll let you choose. That was a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it went from 9 to 11, so you know. 
He's using magic. I yeah, I dance. <laughs> I watched it fucking dance on a corner. Uh, 11, 17. 17? You don't find any pictures in the room. Okay. Uh, this is gonna sound weird. Can I look through the dresser, if there's one, and see how many different types of bodies of clothes there could be? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you find in there, there are mostly women's clothes. Uh, probably, uh, the person probably was around, like, five, six, five, seven, uh, so fairly average height, um, there is a small jewelry box, though, and looking through that, you see, you know, earrings, rings, stuff like that, and one particular thing, which is a male's ring, looks like, uh, part of a wedding band, with an engraving on the inside, uh, that says, uh, uh, to my dear Gus, pocket the wedding band. Okay. Is there a name in the diary? Uh, there is not a name in the diary. And at no point do they reference the names of anybody else? Uh, no. It's it's mostly doing a lot of, like... Self-reflection? Yeah, self-reflection, and then um, towards the end of the book, uh, there is a particular note in there, Glenn, that you spot. Several existential crises. Yes. It is another existential crisis, um, where they are saying, like, you know... I, you know, there was a wedding band sitting in my stuff today. I put it in the box. You know, what's, I, I don't understand. Like, it looks like something that I would have gotten somebody. Like, it looks really nice. Followed by, what the fuck was it? Kind of before. And then afterward, uh, you know, just like, oh, it was really cold outside today. You know, I saw Miriam down at the market. Followed by, why can't I remember it, and why doesn't anyone else see it? All, and those those weird swaps in language are characterized by large, different handwriting. Messy and just quick. Lindsay says we're all cute. Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, it had, it had to be said. See, that's the important chance that you need going, to be read out. I'm going to leave the diary in Belle's hands. I'm going to step outside again. Okay. Belle, one other thing that you actually find while looking around. Mm-hmm. You take one more double glance at the underside of that bed. There's a fragment of a tooth in one of the in one of the marks. I'm going to try taking it out. Yeah, it takes a little bit of working, but with your uh, dragonborn claws, you can kind of get in there and pinch it out. Yeah, click, click. I can't do that. <laughs> but yeah, you you get a small. It is a small fragment of what looks like a uh, a sharp canine tooth. Well, I'm keeping this. Uh, point of order for that canine meaning yeah. pointy actual tooth, not bark bark. No, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, you said you're giving the book over to uh, Belle. Belle? Yeah. Give, Give me all the of the things. Belle, and then just step outside and do another patrol around the outside of the house, looking at the ground. While you walk outside, one thing you notice that's happening. It has gotten incredibly dark outside. Very quickly. And you look up and you see a storm rolling off the coast, coming directly overhead, moving very fast. Uh, black clouds coming through 
lightning starting to strike into the ocean. Normal Blue, lightning? yellow, no, no. red, oh, green. No. Oh, oh no. Nice. No, not normal. So it looks like one of the normal magic stormy things. It, that... it looks like one of the magic storms that tends to plague these areas. However, this one is massive. Can I see it through the window? Uh, you can hear the thunder rolling through. Okay, I'm going to run outside then. Okay. And cast my weave uh, ritual. Okay. One thing that you also notice, which you have not noticed on any of the other previous storms, this one, when the, th- when the lightning cracks and you hear that rumble roll through, there's a characteristic hiss on the air that you hear with it. Thanks, I hate it. You hear the rumble, and then with that rumble, you just hear this little tss noise as it crosses past. Like a, like a firecracker being lit? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, That's firing shots well, while they're both outside, I'm gonna like look up because I don't think Jesse told us what he saw up there. So. I think it was just blood. Yeah. Who's Jesse? I don't think Mormos <laughs> told us what he saw up there. There you go. Your your perception was high enough. Um, you could see the splatter of blood up on the ceiling. Oh, delightful. Uh, I'm going to head back inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, what were the results of the... Uh... Right. So, uh, Mormos, you actually... Why don't you describe what happens when you... Like, okay. how you do this ritual. So, at once or twice a day, I can cast a weave... Uh, what we're calling a weave stability ritual... I draw uh, a line vertically in the air uh, that has the possibility of being white, red, or blue, or, or like a light blue and a dark red, um, depending on uh, on states, states of the, the magic. Uh, yeah states of the weave at the time. Uh, if it's white, it's a standard uh, standard use of magic for everybody in on the continent that would use magic. A light blue is a weakened state of the weave, and if it's red and kind of jolting around, um, it is a more unpredictable um, state of the weave. Mormos, you trace your finger in the air and kind of pinch one of the invisible threads of the weave and draw it down and see the colors. And you can see about where you would be on that timeline for the next 24 hours, and you can see the little speck of white there. And then red, dark, quick, spiking around in the air. Well, that's not good. And then <laughs> towards, it's hard to say how long, but towards maybe like two-thirds of the way down that line, it kind of switches quickly down to a blue and slowly begins lagging around and then switches back into a white. Okay, so so it hasn't reached red yet. It's pretty much right there. I'm gonna cast armor bags to some extent. Okay. You have mage armor and armor bags? Yes. They yeah. stack. Yep. Yeah, they stack. What's your, it's oh, horse shit. <laughs> it's the biggest oh. bullshit. Oh my goodness. I, I get that for free because of my, my race. Oh, yeah. yeah. At, okay. level, at level two. Granted, That's the armor ridiculous. of Agathis doesn't actually change his AC. It basically gives him a temporary shield and. It gives me. At level two, it gives me 10 temporary hit points, and if they, a, a, a melee attack is done against me, they take 10 damage. Mm-hmm. Or, well, they take as much damage of, of the temporary hit points as they do to me. Yeah. Um, That's not right. What were you doing out there? Remind me. Uh, backpedaling inside. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to follow. Uh, while you begin backpedaling inside and the cloud actually begins to cross overhead, it begins to 
pour outside. And actually, hold on, I want to see if I can get my audio to switch without it fucking up here. <laughs> um, yeah, because Glaine walking around in a storm like that is literally just a lightning rod. It really, really is. Mobbing, so. I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> ten, foot, ten foot tall chunk of metal sitting on your back? Yeah. Question. Yes. If it's so cold, why isn't it snowing? Magic. I feel like that's not the case, and it was just that he didn't think of it. No. <laughs> I have it written down here. Oh, I knew how cold it was. Hot magic. Hot spicy magic. It's like a radiator in the sky. You want it to snow? I'll make it snow. The little bit of rain that's right outside, I'm going to cast shape water and make it snow a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you, well. you walk out and like, like wave your hand through, and it's like, shape water, and it's just... Snow, and then it hits the ground and just immediately turns back to water. There you go. But yeah, no. It is, it is frigid outside, and it is raining. It is not snowing at the moment. You backpedal back in, uh, Mormos. Your, your ritual ends. Bell, what are you up to right now? Head empty, nothing. Hold mm-hmm. on. <laughs> there had to be at least one. <laughs> There's going to be more than one. Oh, definitely. Um, can I go and like look at the openings of each of the windows to see if there's anything interesting in the broken glass or on the windowsills? Um, Other than the one that's scraping whatever the fuck. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything interesting I can make you roll for it. <laughs> but... I can't think of Investigation. much. Investigation. Investigation. Yeah, I, it's been nothing but, but, you know, fuck it. Well, yeah, we're we're investigating. Fix investigating Wait, investigate. <laughs> I was going to say investigation and perception, but they have the same modifier. 21. 21? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've only been rolling above 15 today. It's great. It'd be great. I can't wait till <laughs> combat. The only one rub it in. I can't no, wait till no, combat no, when everyone starts rolling ones. Okay, so my natural for combat is like 5 to 7. <laughs> All right, so, you know, TPK episode 1. Don't worry, guys. That's the dream. Tune in after the break. <laughs> Just dip. Um, <laughs> you uh, looking looking at the glass really quick. I hope you accidentally hit the kill switch. Oh, the kill switch is even up. I have the chat open. Um, looking at the broken glass, uh, there's no patterns to it. Um, like before, it looks like something uh, kind of like smashed its way through on the frame where there's a small chunk of glass, a particular jagged piece hanging there, there is just the smallest speck of blood and a skin fragment sitting on there. Say skin? Skin. S-K-I-N. Yeah, does it look like humanoid skin or like... It, uh... It does not. It looks, uh, gray and weirdly leathery. Mm. Me too. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna try and like break off a piece of glass so I can just take the whole thing. Yeah, easy enough. It's I'm a piece basically of glass. just putting all of this stuff into the medieval equivalent of a fucking evidence bag. That's fair. That works. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna knock around the floor, look for any hidden, or hollow passages or hidden doors. Okay. Um, go and do, I'm going to say, if unless you want to take a lot of time and actually sit there and, like, do that, uh, just do a perception check. I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a bit, I'm going to, I want to be thorough. Investigation. Nice. Oh. Ten. 
Ten? Yeah. How long do you want to spend on this? Ideally, if you had rolled high. Yeah. Um, I did Five minutes, yeah. Five, five to ten minutes is easy enough to go through this whole place, like basically line by line in a, on a plank. Um, you do see that there is a small section that is oddly hollow when you tap on it on the floor, okay. uh, close over to the wardrobe. Um. It doesn't look like there's any handles or anything, but you do hear that. How how wide does the hollow area? Uh, probably of... probably like a five by five. A standard melee square, if you will. Um. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. Can you come rip this floorboard up? Probably. <laughs> I believe you need to All right. How you want to rip it up? Um, is it just a wood floor? Yeah, it just looks like a wood wood panel. I'm gonna feel around if there's any, like, edges that are small for me to actually grab onto. Uh, do just a quick investigation. Great smash. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve? That's good enough. Yeah, you, you kind of start running your hand around it, and you notice that there's a little spot with the wood that when you touch it, it tilts up, so it kind of pivots like this, gotcha. and you get your thumb under it and pull it up, and it lifts on a hinge. Um, there is a, it only goes down about three feet. Uh, there is a small box sitting inside. Look, looking up the moment, see no tearing required. Eh, that works, I'm gonna grab the box. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I grab, yeah, I grab the box. It's a mimic, now. <laughs> in, inside that box, um, there is a, well first off, there's a lock on the front of it. Like, it's just like a... It looks like a padlock. I'm just going to pour some water on it, shape water, and freeze it. Uh, do... Mm, make me an arcana check, bug it. I'm doing this weird, but... Eight. Eight? Oh, boy. It's a cold lock. It doesn't would, break it, though. <laughs> would you uh, like me to tear that open? <laughs> sure. Why not? Go ahead. Tear it off. Debating if, do I take an axe to it? Like a little hand axe to it? Or, yeah, I just want to grab it and try pulling it. I kind of, I want to grab it and just try pulling it. Grab and try pulling it. Make me a strength check. Strong on the motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> uh, half is hard. 15. Or, sorry, not 15. 25. 25? <laughs> <laughs> That's a saving throw. Oh, I'm stupid. This is perfect. No, it's plus 5. Thir uh, 23. 12. So. <laughs> Strong boy. Fifteen. No wait. Twenty-three. Yeah. Twenty-three. <laughs> it's a bit of a it's okay. a bit of a difference. All right. Apparently. Yeah. It, I you. I was bad at math. Why'd you duck? You just. Plus five, and you made it fifteen. Yeah, because I was you, adding two first. <laughs> you take the box. You just put your hand on top of it, and you don't even pull. You just twist the lock. And it just snaps the hinge off, or the uh, the clasp off of the box. Thanks, buddy. Still no tearing needed. It was just a twist off. <laughs> Thanks, buddy, and I, I open the box. <laughs> it makes a little noise when you do it. Thanks, I hate it's it. It's a Snapple fact. <laughs> inside, fact number one. Inside, there is a small coin pouch, as well as um, a. Uh, it looks like. 
a deed to the house. Ooh, I own a house. No, no, no. <laughs> and this is as Belvire, by the way. <laughs> and it looks like a another note that is encoded in some way. It, oh. it doesn't make a lot of sense reading it. It's it's common, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. How much money is in the pouch? Um, that is a good question. Let's find out. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, there is eight gold pieces. Yeah. Is there anything you need me tear in there? Uh you can attempt to decode the thingy. What do I need to roll for it? Um, I'm going to say for this, it's going to be a... I think it would be considered an investigation check still. Because it's pe- it's piecing together information. Investigation is really kind of like a very good... I was just going to say good, like a straight intelligence check, but yeah. that's a two. Investigation is always kind of a weird thing, but... You can... Um, no, investigation. Fuck it. I have spoken <laughs> and made my bad decisions. 19. 19. Doesn't make any sense. It is just a bunch of gibberish. Does it look like it's written in the same handwriting as the the diary? Um, it does not actually. It looks like it is written in different handwriting. Ooh, I hate Uh, it. Similar, actually, uh, similar handwriting to one of the signatures on the deed to the house. What's the name on that? Uh, the signature, looking at it really quickly, uh, looks like uh, the name. Hold on, Gustopher Morell. Gustopher. I love the name that name so much. Gus. Right. What? It's probably pretty much it. Uh, should we wait out the storm before we go back? Or? I'm not walking outside. Well. You are kind of talking amongst yourselves. You hear off in the background, towards the direction of the archives, just a, and you feel the ground shake underneath you. Like a footstep? No, like an explosion. What the fuck? In the distance towards the archive? Towards the archive. Uh, I, I think it's time to go back. I think it's time to stay. I I, Listen, I think the opposite. I, I live there. So I also I'm gonna, live there. We're gonna we're gonna go. You can stay. The two of you step outside and look towards the archive, and you can see that on uh, the side of the building, close closer to almost your tower, okay. um, but on the southern side of the building, there is smoke currently rising from the back corner of it. Off of my building. No, uh, on the side of the archive closer to yours, oh, okay. but the southern side. Black or white smoke? Uh, black smoke. So, right. fire's still going. There's an active fire. Right. Take your life apart. I am, I am. Hey, come on. We haul ass. Uh, Actually, can I, like... <laughs> I was about to say, you can pick him up! Pick up Blake. What's your, what's your strength modifier? Uh, plus two, it's a 14. Plus, he's a smaller creature? Yeah, I'll say that's not a problem. I'm just carrying um, him. Just so everyone else in the street knows, my glaive actually detaches in about the middle to become a spear and a quarterstaff. They're kind of like strapped together in a cool, fun way. And uh, so, yeah, right now detaching them to get it pretty much folded in like half ish. So I'm not a lightning rod, (laughs) even though I'll be now picked up 
on Bella's shoulder and high again. No, I'm just like under my arm like a hard football. And then we're just gonna we're just gonna bolt. While you are all hauling ass, the storm up above is still just rolling through. The weather itself is switching. It switches from frigid cold to blasting heat, hail, rain, snow. Just every, it, every like 20 steps you take, it just switches immediately and then immediately goes back. Is it like we're moving through different ones or like it's changing everywhere? Uh, it's hard to say because you're moving. Fair enough. It's hard to tell. Relativity and all that. <laughs> um, you make your way. Uh, you can see the archive um, uh, once you kind of get up along the edge of it, and you can see down to the end. You can see that it looks like the outer wall had just blown out, like something inside just caught and just went out and just started destroying shit. And there's there's fire everywhere, or how? No, it looks like the inside, uh, the part of the building that you can't see because it's inside the wall, is still on fire. Okay, I'm going to go towards it and start basically using shape water, using shape water to try to put out as much of the fire as I can. Okay, uh, you get up close to it. Um, Belvire, make make me just a straight intelligence check, really quick, to see if you can determine what part of the building this is. Well, there it is, guys. Hold on. Nine. Nine? Um, hard to tell, actually. Um, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, you're pretty sure that it has something to do with, like, engineers. It's kind of hard to tell. Person hesitation doesn't uh, work to put out non-magical fire, right? I think it does. Okay. Double check it. Yeah. I thought it could only be... I have 11 sheets in front of me. Um... I think I would have asked for the note back that uh, Pat gave us. I'm going to take it and as we walk by the investigator, toss it in the fires. Okay. To burn it like you requested. When you get up to this building, Mormos, you begin like drawing water in. Weird thing of note, the water that's falling from the sky is not affecting the fire. It is not putting it out. I'm going to use the bit of water that I have on me then. And it just how close, how, the archives like right in the center of the city, right? Pretty much. There's it's not, there's not, not against, way that I'd be able to like draw water from. No, the it's it's like right up against the city wall, um, or the interior city wall, I should say. Uh, there is plumbing in the building. the The buildings in this city are water fed, so you could try to get water going, and direct it. I'm going to find one of those pipes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw a chaos bolt at it to burst the pipe and start uh, and start using shave water to I, man what do you got a better idea buckets <laughs> turn on the tap um i'm gonna i'm gonna burst one of the pipes hold on I, I have to find the bear with me for a second so i can find the uh the magical mishaps page mm. we knew this was coming really hope that it's just like everything catches on fire and it's just, it's, it's just gonna make everything worse um where is it documents wait no seriously use magical why is that just blink magical mishaps there we go okay Mormos, I'm gonna need you to roll me a uh a tech you know what? I'm going to let you do it. Uh, go ahead, roll me a d100, please. Okay. 
Do you want to have him? Yep. Got 55. 55? All right. Uh, go ahead and explain what you're doing with your Chaos Bolt and all that. Uh, I'm going to uh, take a second, kind of gather energy uh, in my hand, um, and then launch an energy blast right at one of the plumbing pipes. Okay. Um, but I have to... You blast the pipe. Yeah, while you're doing damage. Thunder damage. Thunder? Fair enough. You blast the pipe. As you blast it, in the flash of light from the, uh, the thunder damage from your uh, chaos bolt, suddenly there is a second pipe. It's about 30 feet... Oops, sorry, Romeo. Sorry, Mike's in chat. Uh, there is a additional pipe about five feet separated from it on the wall, about 30 feet long, and it is. it looks like it is now spraying water in the same direction. But you kind of, like, walk over and, like, touch it. It is illusory. It's just there. I didn't hit a real pipe? No, you hit a real pipe. It looks, a, it looks like there's a copy of it that is currently... But the one I hit is spring water. It is spring water, yes. Okay, so I'm testing. It's just kind of... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am now going to use shape water and try to start kind of like water bending, I guess. You begin uh, the process of putting out these fires. And, and by the way, I looked up the pressing station. It's only for like candle lights or like small candle lights. So I gotcha. could, it wouldn't work on something like this. You could get, like, I'd say that you could, like, press a digitate, like, the small stuff so they don't yeah. keep burning. But the big stuff wouldn't happen. Yeah. Bell, what are you up to? Um, in this room, there's no, like, there's no big books in this room. There's This isn't part of the actual, uh, the, like, library. library of the archive. This is, however, a research center that does have a lot of paperwork in would Bell know what was priority? Um, I'm gonna say based on the fact that you that Bell can't remember exactly what room this is or what like part of the organization is back here, probably not. It, it's just a, a big fucking mess of stuff, and especially because whatever went off in here was like shockwave, just shot everything towards the walls and out the front is, or back. Is the debris from the explosion going outward, but he was inside the building? Mm -hmm. Outside, going uh, outside or inside going out, right. like something exploded inside. All right, this is a long shot, mm -hmm. but can I look around to see if I see any of my students? Uh, sure. Uh, perception. Perception. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Um, you see on the ground, um, there is a small, like, dirty blonde laying in a pile of rubble, and you kind of clear the rubble off really quick, like, oh fuck, and you flip them over. And it's just some other person from the archive. Um, well, I didn't mean, like, dead. I meant, like, outside with... Oh, I, I knew what you meant. Okay, all right. Yeah, this is, like, all together. But right. uh, as you begin moving the rubble off of them, they begin inhaling a little bit more. They're, they're right. incredibly hurt. Right. I'm going to bring them outside and then go back in and continue. Gotcha. I'm going to walk over to the person that they just brought out and how, how bad are their wounds? They look pretty severe. Uh, they'll survive most likely, but they're they're going to be hard pressed on uh, recovery, yeah. or it's going to be a long recovery. And it it does look like they probably crushed a leg or two. Okay. If they're fine on their own, I'm not going to poke around trying to help them. Okay. <laughs> I'm mean, no doctor. That's fair. Bell. Well, apparently I'm a firefighter now. So. While inside that room. Make 
make a perception check for me. Actually, all of you can do it if you'd like. 21. 21? Natural 20 Ooh. plus 1. So 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> 20. <laughs> Jesus, one short. All, all of, that would have been great if it was all 21s. Alrighty. Do I see all that? No, but what you do all see... It means that a uh, channel went inactive, and uh, basically anybody who would see their videos on their channel are now seeing us. So that adds to our viewership. Hey! Hello, Somebody's hosting us. Oh, cool. Hi, other people. Cool. Thank you, person who's hosting us. What was the name? Riot Gaming 547. Cool. Thank you. Wait, what was it? Riot Gaming 547. Is that Rob? It might be. I don't know. No, that was a different username. The guy different thing Um, okay so all of you fucking see this Um, you hear a bit of rustling of pages just a little like off in the back you turn around really quick you all spot a round object with brass rings kind of spinning slowly around it which you all recognize as the helmed horror heart Begin lifting off of one or out of one of the corners. Had to bring it back, didn't you? And you see, literally, what we were saying. I know, I know. You see, enter a uh, a bolt of lightning from outside, kind of come in, like down, just kind of crack in, hit the uh, hit the Helmed Horror's heart, and immediately the energy around it just kind of sucks in, and it begins pulling books, papers, stonework, wood up against it and it begins forming a shape of a non-metal but just kind of mismatched uh, works in the area approximation of the helmed horror that you had fought previously. Okay, so I'm going to try something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to grab a large piece of debris, whatever the largest thing I can carry over. I'm going to bring it over, put it not on top of it, but like hovering over the heart, mm-hmm. cast the movable object on it, and just start piling it with debris to try to block whatever's coming out of the sky and hitting it from hitting it. It was already hit. Oh, it's not consistently happening? It was only like the one. It, it was just the one hit. Oh, then I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. I was just gonna say, you can get close to it if you I'm really not fu- want I'm not fucking to. getting near a goddamn helm door. What are you talking um, about? It's gonna get a shield back. I cannot let this happen. <laughs> Is he carrying it around with you? Yes. Wait, you're carrying it with you or it's in your bed? No, I left it in my bed. It just does this. It's just the fucking Thor's hammer and just eventually... I hate that. It just like has the shield. Motherfucker. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Somebody... Actually, I'm just gonna write this down really quick so I don't forget it. Because something really funny just happened. Alrighty. Funny for us or funny for you? Yes. Oh no. (laughs) Alright. I'm gonna say let's roll for initiative. All right, and then as, in that in that uh, time, we'll be right back because we need wait, to move the camera. <laughs> give me one second. As the body of this thing begins standing up out of the rubble, uh, versus it being like you know about five feet tall previously, it is currently standing at about ten feet tall. Stonework, uh, stonework and wood kind of being covered over like muscle and skin by the papers that are kind of clinging to it still. And as it stands out, it reaches out one of its hands, and the shield begins shaking. And it takes its okay. other hand. I don't have the shield on. Man. I know. Oh. 
I know. I was just saying, like, somewhere if this is a, a show, like, yeah. cut, it's shake, shaking, shaking around. Its other hand stretches out, and the hand itself becomes a massive blade. And it just kind of looks over, and it recognizes all of you as the blue arcane energy that originally made up its uh, features shifts to a dark red, and it just stares. Oh, it remembers us. That's not good. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Now we're back. Now we're back on? All right, folks. Uh, me, Steve, no longer exists. Uh, my camera is now going down to the map. We're working on it. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a clusterfuck. All right, so inside here, we are currently looking at the interior. Well, if oh. I break my set, of the broken part of the archive. Um, right now, this Helmed Horror <clears throat> is sitting in this back corner. Is that coming in? That's good enough. Um, I was looking on the camera. Uh, I would like all of you to place your shittily painted minis somewhere on the map. Belvire, the uh, red armored, axe wielding dragonborn. Glane, the spear net wielding, poorly painted mini. And Mormos is semi accurate. Mormos is semi accurate. accurate. Oh, we love to see. Oh, I hate all of you. What is one of the beak? Oh, no. Are you sure that's a dragonborn? It is. It is, but look. Huh? Don't they have like snout kind of things? I have Bell yeah. sometimes. Bell, Bell, Bell might as well have a fucking snoot because snoot to boot. Soft face. Snoot to boot. Snoot to boot. Mormos. For you, um, just because I, I have no way to actually draw it because I don't want to mark up these fucking right. tiles. On this wall, right over here, on the interior of it, that is where your pipe is that is currently broken under that window. Okay. Um, is most of the fire out at this point, or uh, there's still a couple that are uh, lingering on, mostly like small, small, small. Uh, I'm going to press the citation; those completely out. That's fine. Um, this door leads into the archive, okay. Uh, as well as these walls are almost all interior walls. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm reattaching glaze pieces together and recombine dust. Yeah, real quick. What is dust feeling right now? Unnerved. Okay. Unnerved. You get the emotional uh, images passing through your head from uh, from dust, um, of confused recognition. Yeah, confusion. Uh, it, it is Spider-Man meme. It is attempting to piece. To, yeah, it's the Spider-Man meme. It's, it's mm. they're, they're all at pointing other. at each other. I'm gonna spit take right. this fucking stream, you guys. Um, away. Oh, there's all the, over the best character way, sheet. The best way I can try to describe Hopefully this it, so. is that it is now having an existential crisis as to whether or not the the spirit of the Helmed Horror was in fact the thing that has turned it, it or created it, made it exist, or if that was just a happy coincidence or some third option. All right, my glaive is questioning reality. <laughs> Listen, we love right. an existential inanimate object. All right, so I'm going to have everybody roll initiative real quick. Nice. Oh. Uh, Glenn, what do you got? Eight. Oh, no. Can I get the bad rolls out before I get the decent Mormos. ones? 22. Ooh. 23, bitch. Fuck you! <laughs> Sorry. What'd you do with y'all? 
<laughs> I'm fucking blow up everybody's phones and chat. How dare you? <laughs> On top of that, then I also spilled water off of me while I was drinking with all of them. I thought food. I was gonna be the one with the spit take. I'm proud of you, Jesse. I didn't spit there, you just, I missed. You're doing your best. <laughs> Alrighty. First day with a new body. So, first things first. I'm the realist. The. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Bo- er, <laughs> the Helmed Horror. God damn it, Willow. <laughs> The, the helm horror uh, looks over and immediately floats off the ground in preparation for what's coming. They fly now? They fly now. God damn it, dude. I had to watch that yesterday. I hate it. Um, Star Wars. Oh, the Mandalorian. And uh, it, it to, to keep it on brand, it does the, it does the, the Bane meme where it's just doing this. Like, come at me. Um... To start, start off, Belfire, you were the first one up. <clears throat> Behind you, while you were kind of figuring out what to do, there are people kind of running past, screaming. Uh, the smoke in this room has finally started to subside, though. All right. Um, Willow has no brain cells, but Belfire is smart. Would they remember what the thing was in the uh, I'm going to say yes, because you have fought it before, and I'm going to say there's an added benefit. It was made of metal before. Right, now it's made of paper. And stone and wood. So there may be a thing where not only does fire work, but force damage might actually work out this time. Who knows? What's it called? Force and poison that it was immune to? Uh, it, um... I believe that's what it was. Force, necrotic, and poison. I'm a lightning breath motherfucker. Alright. I don't have any fires. It has to make a dexterity save. Uh, Yes. Okay. Ooh, boy. Uh, It rolled a... Oh, wait, hold on. Let me make sure. Oh, but I have advantage. Yes. Shit, it's worse. It's a 10. He fails. Ah, fucking hell. Uh, Jesus Christ. So you, you instinctively just look and just at this thing. And everybody, you all see just this bright white lightning shoot from Bell and smack into the center of this thing. You almost managed to strike the center of its chest where the heart is currently sitting. Nice. Isn't that what got it up in the first place? Not that I believe in Wait, so it, is it made of like individual like pieces of paper? Is it all kind of like melded into one body? It, it's individual pieces, but they're kind of like. Like what's Megas the or like Voltron. Right. Tactics. What's the foot made out of? The feet are both made out of like stone and wood. Like one slab? Uh, like rubble. Okay. Um. What was I gonna say? Uh, Belfire, I need you to roll on the magical mishap, please. Right. I need a D100 from you. And I need to find the chart again because I dropped it again. How do I yeah, um, for those of you in the chat, so I, I kind of operate magic a little odd. Um, monks, key features, uh, any racial feature that has any magic-like ability, anything like that, 
I consider a magical effect, and is therefore affected by the weave and storms and such. Yes. 65. 65 already. Well, while you are, while well, I'm trying to get this thing back up, if you would like, um, you can decide what you would like to do with the rest of your turn. Oh, right. I have more. <laughs> you do have more. I can do things. Yeah, well, you do all the things in one turn. Yeah, but I love using all the things. I really try to use it, doing all the things. I really don't want to have to do roll two percentiles in one turn. <laughs> awesome. I mean, sure. Can I use a bonus action to punch? Um. Also, cut, cut, cut. You can only punch. I think no. I think you can do it with your martial arts feature. Can I just run up a trick punching it in the sternum? Um. Sure. Yeah. As. So uh, right here. Yo, yeah. I'm. <laughs> Hold on a second. I it is considered an armor strike. Um, I'm going to need you to roll your attack with disadvantage, and I will explain why. As you wind back with your punch and go in, the magical, the magical energy, you can feel it kind of lay on your hands and just burn them like they are heavily sunburned. And you end up taking two... Two radiant damage uh, from your lightning breath attack. Right, um, what did you get for your actual hit? Eleven. Eleven. Oh. Um, eleven does not hit. Uh, well, the oh, actually, yeah, it still doesn't hit. Um, I'm going to say, you know what, I am going to change that slightly. I'm going to make it, I'm going to get that. Okay. Your punch, you go and slam in, and it moves the stone and paper sword on its left arm into the way and smash your hand and kind of deflects it off to the side. <laughs> uh, you still, oh, you had to use movement to get up there, so... Did I find out what the wild magic thing was, or did it not have a visible effect yet? That you getting burned by the radiant damage was the effect. I gotcha. Um, so you are currently right up against it. This can only go well. Clearly. How far was it? Uh, it was... About 30 feet. No, I'm gonna hang on here. Okay. Um, you're gonna end there. Uh, Mormos, you are up. And Glenn, you're on deck after me. I'm going to move in such a way where I'm not gonna smack that one. Okay. Um, and then I am going to. I'm gonna launch a chaos bolt right at it. Okay. Go ahead, and uh, you have to roll a hit, correct? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, 21. 21? Fuck yeah, that absolutely is. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. Alright, so that's 2d8 plus 1d6. William, did you roll for dust ability today? Gotcha. That is 19 points of thunder damage. 19 points of thunder damage. Uh, sorry, 19, yeah, 19 points of thunder damage. Jesus Christ. 
Okay, um, let me get this up. Hold on, oh, I got my broken little fucking thing here. Uh, it is a bonus action. Sweet. I could have done it on my time, but I didn't. Let's see. I'm gonna make that. There. Okay. Uh, you lose your chaos bolt, and it smashes. You said thunder? Thunder. Smashes into the center of his chest. And you watch as the paper and rubble just kind of. Kind of gets blasted back for a second and slowly begins to crawl its way back. Can I see its heart during this time? You can see, yeah, you can see the brass construction on the inside kind of spinning around slowly. Cool. Um, I'm going to say to Bell, I'm going to do that again. Can you punch it? Okay, <laughs> can I? Well, you can't. Um, on your turn. But you can hold an action. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, what was that? Oh, no, I was going to say, you still have some movement, if you like. Uh, I'll just move there. Perfect. Um, I believe that's your that's, turn. But I go before that's... you. What? No. Yeah. You, can you, can, action... you can hold your action for when he's about to fire. Oh, yeah. And you can, boom. Or you can, or you can hold your action waiting for a specific event to happen, like, I'm going to wait to attack until I can see its, like, heart piece, and then punch. Rip or rip it out, or something like that. You yeah. got options. Yeah. Um, okay. The only risk is that you might lose your turn if that event doesn't happen. So, that the Helm's Horror is going to go up. Come on forward. It, while still now hovering about just briefly off the ground, I should have made more money. It kind of takes a look around the room, looks at you, Bell. It is going to take a swing at you. Um, hold on. God damn it. I didn't roll that wild magic. Actually, what? I didn't roll wild magic. Oh, you didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, 18. 18. That's all. Definitely haven't gotten this. I know we've gotten 55 ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the 55 one is just the one they roll. So, more or less, in a in a square. I don't have a marker for it, sadly. Um, 20. In a square, 20 feet around you. So yeah, there. Wait, around me? So like 20 feet. Okay. Or 20 feet across. So actually it's 5, 10, and then 15, 20. Gravity reverses, and you immediately feel your legs lift off, and you begin falling up towards the ceiling. Literally reverses? Literally reverses. Oh, fuck. Does Um, the square move with him, or is it fixed? It is in the area. So, so uh, gravity reverses in a He can 20 exit foot the square cube. or it follows him. It, he can exit the square if okay. he can get there. Yeah, uh, then gravity I'll take reverses, fall damage. Gravity reverses in a 20 just... foot radius. Oh, it is radius. <laughs> we can't um, all just um, be immune to fall damage. Uh, un- until a certain point in which I will tell you when it happens. So, I'm going to say, uh, because that was on your turn, um... I'm going to say that you managed to get your feet and hit the ceiling up above because the ceiling in here is not destroyed and it's only like 10 feet at next. So it really wouldn't like stop me from being able to do any of my actions. No, you're just just upside upside down. down. Yeah. You're just upside down now. I can't. I I can. I'm probably smart enough to compensate for. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a whoa, 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 fuck. Yeah. Um, Okay. Helmed Horror's turn. It sees that go on. It seems unfazed by it. Or, uh, I mean, that's fair. 
Belvire, it's it like, looks, yeah, it's pretty standard. It looks at you. It is going to make two attacks at you with its long sword on okay. its arm. Um, let's see. That is a. Um, hold on. Uh, that is a thirteen to hit. No. So the first one, it swings over. You manage to kind of just dodge and push that blade right out of the way. No. Uh, the other one is a 20 to hit. Yes. Okay. So as it uh, takes its arm and spins it back down and strikes, it manages to strike you across the arm, and it deals... Oh. Motherfucker. Mm. Uh, seven slashing damage only. As it strikes you, um, it is also going to attempt to float up out of your reach. It's a ten-foot room, and I have a quarterstaff. Mm-hmm. It's going to go just up to ten feet, and it's then feel still be in reach. Oh, and like then, yeah, and then it is going to attempt to fly towards uh, the open door. Uh, oh. So you get an attack of opportunity on it. Oh, good. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking whack him. Well, Go if, you, for it. if you hit him, his speed becomes zero, right? No. Bell doesn't have Sentinel. Is that only Sentinel? Yep. Oh. oh. Nice. Nice. 23. What was that? Nice. <laughs> that was excitement. That was, 23. That, was, that wasn't me rolling a 23. <laughs> 23. That absolutely hits. So you can either do an unarmed strike or with your quarter staff. Your oh, ball. I'm going with the quarter staff. Go for it. What the fuck is this? Which thing? Uh, never mind. I think it's just 1d6 plus 4. It is, it is 1d6 plus 4. There's just a, it's a number in parentheses there. Oh, shit. Uh, 6. 6 damage. Two. Wait, are you proficient with it? Oh, that's just a hit. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I got a 23. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so as it goes and begins floating over, you absolutely pull out your quarter staff and just pinata smack this fucking thing. And you actually see that its leg breaks off for a split sec. And as it begins floating away, it no. As it begins floating away, it slowly stops and then uh, goes back up and like loosely that combines. Shit. Yeah. Um, well, so much for a plan. <laughs> Wait, is it out the door? No, but Lane is there. Yeah, that works. Um, maybe that ends its turn. Let's see how this goes. I'm gonna roll well. Uh, Glane, it it's is okay, your turn. Bellfire, well. you're up on deck after. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's currently up in the air, but you have reach with your weapon, so you can absolutely get him. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm going to swing at him. Swing at him? All right. <laughs> Go for it. Please. Oh, poor buddy. Uh, 14. I'm going to give you one of my dice. Stop rolling. We it. already know it's not it's his dice. Not roll it. It's him. Roll it. Roll it. Let's roll. see it. I just want to see. It's not going to count. There we go. Yeah. All right. What was your original roll? Six. Uh, 14. 14? Uh, 14 actually hits. Hey. Wait, what? Really? It's made, made, it's, of paper. It's made of paper. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> um, Maybe I can catch it on fire if I had any fire spells. Uh, uh, go ahead. Planning ahead. And um, roll damage for that. Like, 
Isn't that like radiant? As you kind of swipe your glaive around and just slice off one of the arms, it does the same thing. It reconstitutes as it pulls it back up. Seven. Seven? Roll with this damage. Alright, uh, we got action surge. Go for it. Action surge. Nice. Another hit. Why'd you risk it with that die again? I gave you It worked last time! Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that absolutely. What was it? Uh, 17 plus 8. Oh, yeah, that absolutely hits. Nice. Uh, 12. 12 damage. Oh, boy. Why'd you roll with these things? Oh, that wasn't there. No, I thought you rolled a D6. Glenn, you swipe at this thing and slice into its arm, into the uh, specifically its off arm, <clears throat> the, uh, the one that has nothing on it. Mm-hmm. And that arm boom, falls to the ground and does not return to the body. Nice. All right. Make sure that it is within range, but Glane is not, and then activate my um, astral arms. Absolutely, you can. Um, does it have to make a DC for that force damage? Yes, it does. Alrighty. Roll a natural 20. Nice. Um, and that's a natural 20 plus. Uh, what's the. Uh, what am I saving for? What's my save for? Ah, Let me go find it. Because I'm a genius. Mm-hmm. More be thinking about what you want to do. I already know what to do. Doesn't specify in here, it just says must make a dex saving throw. Well, the dex what? A dex saving throw. That's it. Okay. That's what I needed. So, yeah, that is a 20, 21 to save. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, is that for half damage? Uh, nope. Perfect. So yeah, um, Belle, you... Let me get you over here. And now I have four arms. Oh, actually, and you... Oh, yeah, look at that. You have four arms. Well, one of my arms is hurt, so I had to compensate by throwing extra ones. Yeah. You know. As you do. As you do. As a starfish does, actually. <laughs> it does, but there's a reason for it. Um, Belle's arms give them a 10-foot range. Bell is the starfish. Is no right? Yep. For uh, for clarification, my monastic tradition is way of the astral self, which means at the level that I'm currently at, I can just manifest astral projected bonus arms out of my shoulders, basically. Nice. He falls <laughs> over. He and dies fear. immediately. Does he dies of sheer awesome. Yeah, the four armed dragon. Fear. The helm whore immediately just shits itself and dies. <laughs> okay. Uh, it manages to not take any damage from the force blast of your arms kind of unfurling out from behind you. Would take any damage? Uh, it's not apparently, oh, apparently oh, okay. it's a saving throw. It's saved, but apparently Bell said doesn't, it's not for half. Doesn't take half? Wow. That's weird. Yes? 54. 54, thank <laughs> oh you. Oh my god, you're just getting like all of them. What is 54? Oh, yeah. You're oh. like just the side of your face is in the Did we ever find out what your last one did? Uh, yeah, it gave me, like, some damage from my... Oh, oh that was the arm that... Well, you immediately hear the sound of just... <laughs> of clothing, like, ripping. 
and you look down, and all of your clothes are just tattered, <laughs> just ripped to shreds. What the fuck? Upside, abs look great. Damn right. <laughs> It is cold. You. It's fucking. There's a fire in here. No, it's not. I put it all out. Well, why the? It is because the library was on fire. Sorry. You're good. Sorry. Don't ASMR glasses. Don't fucking do that. God damn! What is wrong with you? So many things. Bell. Sad. You still? That was your bonus action. Titties in the wind. Draw them with tits. I don't know if they have tits. They're, I, don't, I don't think they would. Um, and then, other than that, I'm just going to prep to try to attack if Mormos can land another attack on their chest. Perfect. You're going to hold your action. Uh, really quick, double check your thing. Uh, your your astral arms, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that your base attack for it is two two punches. Just double check. Oh, so they can attack. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think a single think attack right, with the astral yeah. arms is two attacks. And that's a bonus action to take out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're already out. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Um, tell you what. You look at that. Um, we'll hold the action and just assume that it's one. Keep reading it. Make sure that I'm not wrong. More of us will go over to you. I am, as you know, illiterate. So. Romeo, you want to look through this for me really quick? This is why we have all the books. Yep, this is why we got everything. Sorry, folks. Bear with me for just one minute. Um, oh, shit. Just had it. Right. Under the astral self right up at the top there where my thumb is. Yeah, no. Okay. Almost. All right. You're up. So I'm going to kind of just, like, uh, I'm going to adjust my aim a little bit to compensate for the fact that I'm upside down on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. Um, what was the roll on that? Ah, there it is. Um... As you begin readying your spell, it drops and you immediately fall down and land on your head. Oh, that's the fuck I do. Uh, I'm gonna cast another fall on myself. Okay. You that's begin, a reaction. You, you feel yourself begin to drop down and you kind of toss. I'm out. not. I wouldn't have time. How long? How long is a reaction? You have to take? roll another. It's instant. But that, that's your spell. You can't cast two spells in a, in a round. Or in a it's turn. a reaction. Yeah, but it's a spell. Well, I, would I have time to do it? Because it's... I, would I have time yeah, from a six, from a ten-foot fall? Yeah, yeah, that's what a reaction's for. Oh, then never mind. No. I'm just going to fall on my head. Push your back. You can the, use it to make arm, arm strikes, but... Oh, I thought that his base attack allows you to do two punches. I'll just fix that. I'll no, uh, okay. you're allowed to use wisdom in place of strength or dex for that's the attack damage rolls, and the... Damage that they do is force damage. You take six damage as you hit the ground. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll use half <laughs> no. my movement to get back up. Okay, easy enough. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, my temporary hit points take that. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're fine. I still have four. Your your armor of Agathis kind of poof, spikes the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. All right, I'm gonna get up. Okay, you and get up. I'm going to kind of uh, rub my my ring and uh, uh, recite the Elvish that's on it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to form a chaos bolt in one hand and scorching ray in the other, and just blast. I'm gonna kill you with this one of these days. Yeah. I'm just gonna completely just blast it. Absolutely. So using your, uh, I mean, long worked on uh, wizardly abilities, you in both hands 
managed to hold two different spells and slap them together and mix them and then fire them out. Go ahead, roll for your hits. Um, Actually, first off, roll your d6 for me. My d6? Oh, for the... Yeah. You're all good. I'm good. Uh, actually, I'm better than good, I think, isn't it? Isn't it I, thought it was, I thought I'd switch it to just a 6. Uh, we'll you can double check for me. Uh, it's unstable strong right now, right? Yep. Uh, target has disadvantage on saves, and caster has advantage on spell attack rolls. Okay, so you have advantage on the attack rolls on these. Awesome. Yep. Oh, well, the first one hits. Yep. First one is 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Dirty um, 20 hits. Dirty 20? Yep. You can roll. You have advantage on these. Oh, that's true. For so yeah. the first one is a, the first one's dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Um, that one doesn't. That's a nine. So you had I one dirty twenty. Yep. And then the next one is a nine. Okay. With advantage. Okay. And then seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So oh wait, no, I can roll it again. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. So yeah, your first and second shot hits your third or your I'm sorry, your first, first and third. third. So you let loose the boom, boom, boom. And the first one strikes it in the shoulder. Second one misses, hits the building on uh, just past its ear. Second, or uh, third one smacks it in the lower sternum. Um, Wait, where, where, where does the first one hit? Shoulder. Shoulder? Okay. I shoulder, can't try to hit it in shoulder the Shoulder miss sternum. Uh, if you want to try to do called shot, that's a disadvantage. And it's too late to do that. Yeah. So. I'd say it caused problems. All right. So now I have to roll damage? Mm-hmm. Do you have some D D eights I can borrow? I need four D eight. Does the does the I table of the players have D eights? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I I was trying to avoid trying to open them. Well, have you tried not being yourself? I'm, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Uh, and I need one D six. I'm gonna steal the DMs. Do you want mine? Yes, I might have bad or cursed. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, seven. That is so loud. for me, please. Right. Because there's a chance that this just unravels everything. That's comforting. 91. 91. Oof. Um, <laughs> oh no, what do you mean? There's a lot of scrolling. <laughs> Thank you. So you take, you take your, your steps out, you fire off, um, you deal your damage to the Helmed Horror. It, uh, you can see that the papers char below and they begin to fleck off and ash away um, not repairing at the moment um, there we go um, you instinctively go to step back up and you notice your shoes have fused to the ground again oh fuck no not again no <laughs> the soles of your shoes have just melted into the floor you cast a movable object on me you're doing amazing He's not allowed to move. Be it on the ceiling or on the floor. He cannot move. <laughs> it's all just movement. Well, I'm not going anywhere, so I'll be fine. That's fair. Um, 
I was going to say, you have movement, but you don't. Uh, I will allow you to use your movement to get out of your shoes if you would like. The, the rest of your movement. Will that affect my armor class at all? No. It will not. It, your toes will be cold, but... Uh, I... Well, I mean, I have cold resistance. That's true. You'll be fine. I'm going to take my shoes off. Okay. And yeah. uh, how's the Helm uh, Horror looking? It is looking beaten and burned cool. and just fucked. How's its uh, area going? Uh, not well. It is currently not healing itself back up at the moment. Is it? Is the center, is the center exposed at all? Um, make me a perception check real quick. Well, I mean, yeah. It's for my prep yeah. thing. Yeah. Perception for me? Mm-hmm. Me? Perception for uh, you both can do it. Fuck. Okay. Thank you. Go for it, Glenn. Yeah, you can be part of the group. Eleven. That's cocked. It's cocked. We roll it. Oh my god, Glenn! <laughs> What'd you get? Eleven. I got an eight. We're doing amazing. We, we all just eight. You got an eight. 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 Eleven. eleven. Fucking shit. What happened to all these twenties you were rolling? Uh, we were doing really good. Lie. They were for being. Well, to be lie. fair, I don't need to see very well to try and shove my fist through its chest True. and rip its heart. Is there a hole fair. or isn't there a hole? The thing was glowing. There, there it, is it, not a hole at the moment. Right. It is uh, the paper and the uh, bits of stone and whatnot have. Roughly fused, although you can see the mark from where it, where you saw that. Can other piece. I try to punch through that since I was just holding until. Oh yeah, you were Mormos. holding until uh, Mormos' attack. attack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, if you want to attempt to strike at the heart specifically, it is disadvantage on the attacks because okay. you're ca- you're calling a shot. Okay. And I am stepping forward and using. Well, you said it has uh, immunity or whatever to force damage. It did before. It. Did I use force? We I don't know I, if it does right now. Oh no, I used thunder damage. Yeah, you used thunder. Okay, um, then I'm gonna try point, doing it with the astral arms. Perfect. Also, as a point of order, uh, I'm going to consider you uh, flanking this creature with Glane at the moment. Ooh. So you so, get advantage on the strike. Um, if you would like to call your shot and aim for the center, mm-hmm. I will say that gives disadvantage, which even each other has a single roll. Standard roll. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. If only we had a rogue. <laughs> this thing would be dead on turn one. Nah. I can just fudge its health. It'd be unarmed strike, right? Unarmed strike. 19. 19. And that's with your wisdom as the modifier for it. Um, <laughs> hmm. it, it's I can choose between Dex, Strength, and Wiz, and I'm mm-hmm. choosing Dex because that's the highest modifier. Okay, yeah, easy enough. Uh, yeah, that absolutely fucking hits. So you were aiming at the chest. I was aiming. Was at, I was. Yeah. I was. I was actively trying to reach my fist into this thing's chest and rip the heart back okay. out. All right. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll damage. <laughs> you will not let this out. You shall not pass. I'm very pissed off right now. Why are you pissed off? Because we're doing too I'll, good. I'll explain it after we roll your damage. It was supposed to go out and pick up the street. I feel like it was supposed to go out and just cause hell to this fucking town. Seven. The seven. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to explain how you fucking murder this creature of mine? <laughs> well, considering I have already handled its heart before, and it's made of paper, 
and I'm a dragonborn monk. <laughs> These are all facts. <laughs> I use one of the Astra arms to just Kali Ma my fucking hand into its chest, grab the heart, and just tear it out of it. Glenn foremost, as Bell, uh, you see, takes their stance, and one of the arms kind of makes just this nice little fist and then immediately points their fingers <laughs> and you just see why do you hussies are getting fisted you <laughs> you see the little from the uh, uh, the ash and uh, paper on its chest and then after a split second you see the astral hand holding the heart pierce through the back of the hound horror and then rip it back forward as the horror falls apart and smacks the ground. As that happens, and I'm very pissed about this, your shield comes flying in <laughs> and just boom, hits, hits the side of the wall and just stops. What was the, what was the movement speed on that shield? It was, it was, it was like two ten rounds. turns. It was, oh, no, that was only two rounds? It was only two rounds. be wary of his booby traps. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Uh, Robert. Oh, I, so that's his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Rob. Hi, Rob. Movie chaps, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no. The, We're the just shield, too good. The shield comes in and bounces. It was two rounds. <laughs> I told you we were getting your shield first. Two rounds. It took us. It took us an hour and a half last time we fought this. We fight. were also dumb as fuck. But we were also uh, we were all rolling shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were all getting like threes to. And it had a higher AC because it, it wasn't made it. of paper. It wasn't made of paper, right? And, Did, didn't it have like a, a seventeen or an eighteen DC or AC the first time? Paper it had an eighteen and then a twenty with the shield, so it would have gone yeah. up to a sixteen. Oh yeah, it was a pain in the ass to hit. Yeah. That was the yeah. thing. Yeah. It was also immune to damn near everything. Glenn's yeah, I, I, I hit like grabs the times. shield. Yeah, go so, and pick the shield back up. I'm like, you will not have this. Yeah, because I hit three different times. I'm just like looking at the heart. Is it still look the same? Is there anything weird about it? Correct. It is beginning to slowly shatter down the center. You want me to break that for you? No. Do you need me to tear a thing again? <laughs> no. I don't think that we, we should like let this thing form again. Maybe. Is this shit? Throw it in the air. I'm gonna. <laughs> no. Pull. Uh, no, actually. No, I'm saying maybe we should. Uh, <laughs> Why? At this point, it's sparring practice. It set the archive on fire. I feel like that wasn't what that was, considering it didn't form until after we already got here. Eh, do we want to risk it? Yes. <laughs> Why? This is that, this is the second time we fought that. I want to understand it. It's evil. We kill. Okay, but how did it come back? Because we have already killed it once before. I mean, magical storms. Shit's crazy. Okay, but this isn't the first time since we killed it the magic has gone wild. Why this time? Are you still out of your shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're just barefoot. It's okay. I'm like. I have cold resistance. I'm fine. I have like tastefully shredded clothing. <laughs> I am completely. I, I astral wanna, arms still out, mind you. Astral arms out. I'm going to say for aesthetic purposes that the only thing that's not torn is for some reason the archive sash because yeah, I fair. love that piece of fabric. Fuck you. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I'll allow it. Thank you. 
I'm just saying, as much as I also want to learn about this, I feel like it's too dangerous to be stored here in the archive. It's too dangerous to be kept alive. Yes, Maybe. it's too dangerous to be kept alive. I mean, I mean, fuck you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try. Oh, to, hey. I'm gonna try to take the the <laughs> Helmpour heart away. Um, as the two of you kind of begin like t- having a little bit of a tug with this thing, how heavy is it? I'm the one holding it. It, it only weighs like ten pounds. What? It's it's a decent size piece. Real quick, yeah. before you say whatever happens, which I, if Wormos tries to grab it, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna tap it. One. I'm gonna jump, tap it, and cast the movable object on it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Wormos can't reach it. Uh, and then if Wormos tries to jump, I'm just gonna jump with yeah. it. Bell, um, tell you what, uh, the two of you do contesting acrobatics checks. Right. Acrobatics? Yep. Oh, this should go well. Yep. Hey, what's your acrobatics modifier? Plus four. Uh, that's a ten. <laughs> Twelve. Shit. Yeah. Uh, you go to jump, Val, you jump where you can't quite reach. However, as you begin fucking around with it a bit, it splits completely down the center, and the crystal in between the brass spears kind of cracks open and dislodges, and there's a little boom of energy that kind of waves out. Like the the action movie blah? Yeah, yeah, like the action movie blah. Um, Funny enough, I just rolled for the magical mishap. Uh, all fires within 60 foot radius go out. So, hey. upside, any Ooh. fires that were still going are gone now. Right. We saved the town. So crystal it's, it's, yeah, it's like inside of the, the brass bands and I'm shit. Okay. No. Yes. Yeah, Bell. I want to identify it. Let me see the crystal. I want to see what's weird about it. Yeah, you put your giant fucking plate shield back up on your back. Oh wait, when's your shield get here? If you run away with this, I'm going to pick you up. You know where I live. Set you back down. You know where I live. (laughs) Why? Magic already did that earlier. I'm going to ritual cast. I will do it again more effectively. On the crystal. Okay. Give me a magical mishap roll, please. As the storm outside is still fifty-six. Fifty-six. Oh, this one I rolled earlier. I was it? 55 54. I rolled the first one. Was so we've done 55, 56, 54? I think so. All today? Jesus. I think so. It's for all you. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a weird one. Um, I'd love to see it. And I'd, I'd ask really quick when I tell you this one, don't scream into the mic. Uh, Mormos, you become terrified of crystal for the next like hour or so. It's the thought of just clear crystal things that just, aren't glass. Bolt, I just drop terrifying. it and bolt across the room. Perfect. I go, I go and think about that. I fucking hate these magical effects. <laughs> so stupid. And then, and, then I look, and then I look at Wormos and I go, Are you okay? <laughs> I, I just point at the crystal. Yes, it's a shiny um, rock. I go outside and see if that guy is still wounded on the ground or if someone's coming to help or if there's anyone else around. Just Absolutely. So, yeah. So, um, Glenn, you walk outside. Uh, there is a person, uh, that person is still sitting on the ground, um, as well as uh, you see somebody who all of you recognize, uh, Zenik Saijin, has walked out like around the building and is currently tending to the wounds of the person that has fallen down. Thanks, Zenik. And he kind of looks up. He's like, "Did the fight go all right? It looked terrifying." I mean, yeah, I ripped the heart out of its chest again. That's that's good. I hit it real hard with a lot of magic. He's scared of it now for some reason. I poked it. It's fucking <laughs> evil. It tried to take its shield back, but I'm proud of all of you for doing this. This is Thanks, Dad. some 
severe damage, you fucker. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> I'm gonna go around and start flex sealing everything. No, please don't. Oh my god, I just... That's I, a wall, you need tape at least. Idea, idea One for... One duct tape. Alright. <laughs> Alright, everyone. Uh, Zedek kind of walks over to you, Glenn. Um, first things first. Uh, Belle, if you wouldn't mind, you have that thing you can do. You can heal a little bit, yeah? Mm-hmm. The person down there, they're, they're kind of fading quickly. Would you be able to assist them? Please? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Of course. Is it still storming? It is still storming. So raining like shit? bad, bad? It, it is still pretty bad. It's You still have the lightning going on. You still have the weird weather patterns shifting. Which, now that all of you are standing still, you notice that it is, in fact, the weather moving that is causing the shifts where it gets hot and cold then like, just super humid and back uh, and forth. Where? How long, in my estimate, was the... Uh, Unstable uh, on the string. Um, you can roll. Well, I mean, combat. I mean, this has only been like, ten minutes. It, it so took like, twelve. It took twelve seconds, I think. Yeah, it was like ten combat. minutes since like we left the house and I've done the ritual. Well, no, it's been like twenty minutes since we since I did the ritual because I did that before investigating the house. Yeah. So no, you did that at the house. No, but but, but I had gone outside before I investigated yeah. the house. I had done. Don't worry about it. Um, you probably still have a bit of time. It's it's hard to say. A couple hours. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, you were going to say something, Blaine? I really should number that string. I don't remember. Perfect. <laughs> In two minutes, it'll be two o'clock. Do you guys want to take five then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can reposition the cameras and whatnot. That's what yeah. I Yeah, I also have the back. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Belle, do you go over and heal the... Yeah, of course. The... Perfect. Um, do, do me a favor. Roll the magical mishap. Motherfucker. We'll see if it's fun. I doubt it. 26. 26. Hmm. It looked like 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read 61 from over here. 20. Oh. And this one was... I guess it was just the way that it was... Yeah. Oh, that was weird. Okay. So, as you cast it, and uh, roll for how much health they get back. That sounds like it matters. I forget. I think it's you have a pool of five per your level. Oh yeah. So you can just give them like so one. So you you have you have a you can give them one but you have a pool of twenty I'm and then like five of that can heal poison. I'm like three. Three? Okay. Yeah, you touch them and the uh, the you still have your arms out, so I'm gonna say you touch them with the astral arm and a little bit of the blue energy kind of fades into them and they immediately get up and you can see their wounds kind of healing up. Um and Belle, you immediately begin gasping for air. Hold on. Um, restore a number of hit points equal to a roll of my martial arts die plus my wiz mod. Oh, you have oh so 1d4 plus 3. Oh. I was nice. just going off of the paladin one. Yeah. 5. 5. Perfect. Yeah, they're back up to full health. Sweet. Um, and Belle, you begin having trouble breathing. Uh, while you're standing outside and the rain begins to hit you, as the rain hits your mouth and, uh, you know, face and stuff, you can kind of breathe. You can feel like you can breathe a bit better. And you look over to where the uh, the water is still shooting out from the wall of the archive. And that looks really good right about now. Like, 
if you stick your head in there, you might be able to breathe, but you are feeling like you're suffocating at the moment. Do I see them gasping for air? Uh, make me an insight check. Can I, like, do this as Bell? Uh, there's no, uh, yeah, you do this, there's no gills. 21. 21? Uh, they look panicked for some reason. Are they gasping for breath? Uh, I, I would say... Kind of like, I would say like... Yeah, technically speaking... Are you um, okay? You can hold your breath for, like, five minutes. I'm trying to think of a way that I'd be able to see what I know is happening, you know? Uh, Probably some type of magical effect. You saw them do magic a second ago. I'm gonna try dunking my head into the water thing without breathing yet. Okay. You dunk your head in, it's water. (laughs) Are you all right? Pull my head back out and go. I'm gonna, and then I just dunk my head back in the I'm gonna water use, actually try to breathe. I'm going to use... inhale the water and you immediately feel rejuvenated. When they come back out, I'm going to use shape water and make like a bubble of water yeah, around their head. I'm drowning, aren't I? What, in the water? No. no. I'm actually breathing. You're breathing water. Yeah. yeah. There's probably like an alter self uh, effect or my, my big fear with that was that it was just making me think that I could breathe water. Well, that was what I was, I was I actually just about to drown I didn't myself. Wanna, I didn't want to like make a bubble of water around your head and then start drowning you because I didn't know what effect <laughs> it was. I was like, oh. I don't know what to do. So yeah, now you just have like a bubble of water following you so you can breathe. so cool. <laughs> so uh, while... Like while Sandy you, and Spongebob, but reverse. Mormos, while you do that, uh, Belle, as Mormos is kind of setting you up with this nice little... Sandy Cheeks esque bubble on your head. Oh, nine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nine. <laughs> I'll figure it out one of these days. <laughs> Any water effect I've just done is electrified. Um, <laughs> right here, actually. I feel like within, I resist- I feel resistance with, yeah, within the center of this room, like right about there, I'd say. Uh, suddenly you hear this little, like, oh, no. noise of something shifting underneath, and the floor splits open as a massive oak tree just. Grows out of the Damn. ground and splits through the roof. Damn it, Rem. Uh, Z- Zenek, uh, the um, the uh, human male, uh, looks like he's probably in about his thirties. Um, is he human? He is human. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, dark, um, kind of dark brunette hair, almost verging on black, standing in resplendent robes with the archive um, instead of the sash like Bell and Mormos, He actually has. Uh, the outside of his robe is like embroidered with. Uh, so is mine. Oh, oh yeah, yours is too. I've just been reminded. Not, I haven't been reminded. I just remembered that I'm like wearing <laughs> scraps of clothing. Shut yeah. Up, Sorry, it just happened. Scraps yeah. of clothing, healing motherfuckers, dunking my head in some yeah. water. Yeah, you're doing you're great. Crazy. You're doing great, Bell. <laughs> At least I'm hot. Um, Zenek comes walking in, and he. At first, he was very just kind of, you know, eye up like, what the fuck? And he kind of a tree. He looks over and sees the tree, and immediately just hand on on his temples goes, <laughs> oh my god, the, the work to take it. Okay. The root system. So I'm sorry, but it was it was a choice between the tree, 
Or Bell drowning out of air. That's no, that's fine. I'm I'm just thinking for the, the logistics. Paper, the paperwork. The paperwork. I, yeah. I, I, oh, Glenn. Yes. Like yeah. Nudge him on the shoulder, but just say, "Hey, at least you got a good start to the greenhouse." The wall's yeah. already gone. Just put a window there. There's no paper in there anymore. Botany. Yeah. There's no paper in there anymore. Cool magic plants, right? You have <laughs> he, those, right? He's just like he's dumbstruck. He's like, I don't know Will how the to planter? deal with this right now. Um. Glenn, I'm uh, going to be pushing through your request uh, ASAP. Um, I saw the good work job. that you did. You did a good job. I don't know whether or not you're actually magical or not, like you had claimed with the thing, but I could show you now, and I point up to this guy, but I ain't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, fair. He kind of... And looked. a rare moment of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly all of Glenn's... That was a statement for our entire group, brain. not just for Glenn. Yeah. The brain is a muscle. The brain is a muscle, and you have twenty <laughs> strong. You got the you got the wrinkle brain. My, yeah. my brain flexes. Jesus She's Christ. like a just a, right. just a vein. Just <laughs> the fist right. is in the shape it's, of a flexing arm. It's a little after two. Um, I'm gonna say we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, move the cameras back. Get rid of my map and all that, and uh, we'll be right back. Yep. All right, Mike's back up. Mike's back. What's going on, everybody? Ryan we had a safe. bit of a. Sure, we didn't really get back. <laughs> we had a bit we of a technical fuck left. up there. <laughs> so, we had left off uh, in the ruined room on this corner of the archive. Um, Zenik is kind of looking, looking around at just everything that's going on, and he, he kind of steps over towards you, Bell. Um, he, he saw that you were the last one that had the. Part of this thing, and he goes, uh, "Bell, um, that thing that you had is it still, you know, dangerous? Like, is this is this going to be a problem?" Well, it, it seems to be a bit. Marmos is saying yes. Marmos is saying it. Am I though? I mean, that's not nice to say about the instructor. Technically speaking. In rank, he is above. He is a superior. However, you have seniority. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he immediately like he starts, starts like yeah. He immediately starts like I just gave a shitty so angry because they pulled rank on me so many times. I just give a shitty angry. Don't say a damn word though. At any rate, he isn't speaking right now. Um, is is this thing dangerous? It seems to be broken at the moment. I don't think it could oh, be broken again. Okay. I like pull out the, the like the gem and everything that's broken. <laughs> 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 does does Bell still have a bottle? I do have a water bottle. You, you do so. He can bubbly. For the sake of this, I'll say that Bell can shout loud enough for it to be heard through. Um, Bell, uh, as you go and hand over that thing, as you're about to hand it to uh, Zenek. Uh, there's, there's a brief, brief moment where you, <gasps> and it's just, just water in your lungs now. <laughs> I hold my breath and just, I, I it falls back down. down. You start coughing up water. Sorry, you have shirtless Andy. Yep. 
It's, it's looking, looking like, like a nice shampoo, shampoo commercial. I'm so glad I went out of my way to make the heart extremely hot. <laughs> uh, Zanuck takes the, the thing from you, the Helmtor's uh, broken heart. Um, and he, he, like, he looks up at you, Val, and he's like, at, at this point, it's par for the course. And takes it and just starts looking at it really quick. Well, I'm broken, I suppose that's good. I can give it back to the... Yes? It was a buddy of mine. Hey! Oh, the host? Followed and hosted. Ooh, nice. Love it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Adam. 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 All right, back to it. That's such a nice thing to do for somebody who followed and hosted us. Yeah, that's lovely. Make fun of him. Yes, yes, Lane. I recommend keeping those in separate locked boxes. Should be easy to Probably lead boxes would be best. Noted. Noted. Um, I'm sure we can. Yeah, we can figure something out. Around this time, I uh, so some of the archive members are kind of going up and trying to like make sure that the storefronts and buildings on the opposite side where the walls exploded are like not damaged or irreparable. Thank you. Can't speak all of a sudden. That's a good thing for me. Um, a couple of them go walking in if somebody wants to open up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, they begin walking in, just like hands and uh, maze quarters members, stuff like that. They begin walking in, like, you know, is everybody okay in here? What's going on? Like, do we need to. A couple of them looking up the ceiling, like, any immediate damage that needs to be rectified? And they're like, look stable. There's a tree. <laughs> There's a tree in my room, in my building. What the fuck? Sorry. Footprints on the ceiling. It do be like that sometimes. There, yeah, footprints on the ceiling. That was also me, sorry. Shoes on the floor. Right. Just All right, he just, just turns around and walks out. <laughs> I'm not going to ask. Um, Magic be wild, you know? So, uh, Zenek hands over the, uh, the pieces. <laughs> Shut up. Hands over the pieces uh, to separate uh, members. He goes... Uh, lead box, different lead box, different lead box. Keep them apart. And opposite sides of the archive, please. And they begin walking off. Am I scared of all crystals, or am I just scared of that crystal? All crystals. All crystals. I think it's permanent? For an hour. I take my, my arcane focus out of my, out of my metal arm and shuck it across the room. I go, I go pick it up. Okay, okay. This is in one of those moves. Almost. While you chuck it, and you're like hiding away in a corner to like get away from these crystals. Sometimes you just gotta chuck it in the fucking bucket of the Yep. You spot something in a pile of burned and broken shit. And I'm not going, it's not the whole thing, it is simply the cover. No! Just the burned, charred cover of that particular book. Oh. No papers inside of it. Uh, for those of you in chat, this is the book that Mormos had uh, discovered and read in the ruins of Eteros. Just the cover? Yeah, it is burned and charred and there's nothing on it. And it looks identical to the other one? Yep. Was I given a way to contact Eldon at all? No. I'm going to scream his name really loudly. No, like, it's kind of understood that nobody really contacts him. He just comes whenever the fuck he pleases. 
Cover or is it the back cover? Is it like the entire spine? It's the spine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if so you from back side. If you want to put it in there, uh, just do a sleight of hand check. I know you're not trying to hide it, but sure. this is just. There you go. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Um. Okay. Uh, you pocket it into your robe, um, and Zenik kind of like he sees you. But he doesn't, doesn't he doesn't say anything. He just kind of looks. Well, this has been fun. I'm going to get the woodcutters out and begin tree. Um, I mean, it might go away on, on its own in a little bit. I, it's a possibility. I would wait a couple hours before they start at it. That's it, fair. If it, if it doesn't, may I request a... Um... A six by six block of heartwood. I suppose we can do that. Yeah. Inches, I mean, not feet. Feet. <laughs> I I will I will see what we can do. Thank you. For sure. Um, Zenik uh, kind of uh, leans over towards you, Mormos, and he goes, "This this all this is this from the the magic and the storm going up above?" Pretty much. I point to the the shoes that are frozen on the ground, the footprints on the ceiling, and the tree. Yeah. Hmm. And this is with any magic in these storms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He immediately 
twists his hand around and snaps his finger. Why did I teach him that? You didn't technically. He learned it by watching. Well, I know, but I taught him the trick. He am educated. He did it once correctly and then <laughs> failed to do it the following two times until I um, reminded him. Fucker, all my D10s. Up your hand. There they are. Okay. Nah, I checked there. My dice rolls right up there already. Apologies. Okay. Um, 23. <laughs> so, um... When another the, tree grows. No, so when oh, the other tree. After Zenik handed yeah, he grows on top of the other tree. Uh, when Zenik had handed off those pieces of helmed horror, the uh, the members had shut the doors behind, and immediately those doors swing back open again, which is a and a big gust of wind, along with all of the doors on the buildings across the street. Oh. Jeez. And some of the doors within the actual archive itself all blast open at once. Satisfied? Yeah, I suppose. It's a fun one. We try it again, but... Uh, I really wouldn't, because it's kind of... That, that won't happen again. I was Something just... Mm, learned folk would like to learn how this works. That's fair. I have not seen this before. In fact, magic is a new thing for me entirely. I um, only know how to do that one little, what, what did you call it? The prestidigitation. Prestidigitation, yes. It's, I'll lend you my research journal sometime. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. At this point, I am literally just walking away. Like, like it is just like, what is it? It's like the Irish goodbye where you just leave. As opposed to the Italian goodbye where you stand in the doorway for two hours still talking. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, the millennial goodbyes, you just never show up. <laughs> um, yes, Glenn. Kind of like the busy, awkward, trying to catch up walk over to Bell and be like, wait, wait, wait. Can I have the bag of the evidence stuff so I can bring it to Pat? That's actually where I'm going. Oh, okay. I'm follow can you me. slow down a little bit? No. Yeah. Can you I pick can. me up? Oh. I can slow down. <laughs> Is it still like storming outside, like thunder and lightning and? The I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that between the conversation, combat, just kind of investigating stuff like that, I'm gonna say that at this point the storm is beginning to pass overhead. Okay, so it's not like lightning over Kalanop anymore. No, it's lightning. Uh, you can see the storm rolling over the mountains okay. or the hills off to the uh, directions west. Cool. There we go. Towards the, my house. Towards the west. No way. Yes, towards your house. Yeah. Towards no, your not original not house. house. Not my, sorry. Um, uh, for context, I have a wooden house out in the... To the... About three miles out west of Kalana. Middle of Bumfuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's beginning to go a little ways away. But I live um, in a tower in the city. What? <laughs> I'll take you later. Okay. Uh, Glane, you get a sense from dust while he's on your back. Uh, he feels incredibly uh, lethargic at the moment. Tired. Don't worry, I think we're done fighting for today. Kind of a little wave of like, thank goodness. Like, that is wonderful. Um, yeah. Is there anything else on the way over to uh, Pat's? People that are walking outside, by the way, people have started going back out and putting up more decorations for the, for the uh, Winter Festival. Um... But a lot of them are looking just confused and terrified. Like, these storms aren't... Uh, like, people know that they happen. They're not right. uncommon. But one that big hasn't really happened before. And it didn't really cause an explosion at the archive. Of, it, at the yeah, archive. exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, as we're just kind of walking down the street, my armor mag just kind of melts into a puddle on the ground as it wears off. Okay. And I'm going to leave mage armor um, going. Okay. Sounds good to me. You sure? Because mm-hmm. Glenn wouldn't know. What? I was going to say, uh, Bell can donate the clothing to foremost uh, students so they can practice minor mending over and over and uh, over yeah. and over. I was just going to stuff it into a pillow and add it to my nest. Yeah, that's also probably more strong. accurate, yeah. Uh, Recycling. I've actually done that with uh, dissected stuffed animals before. <laughs> stuff them into a pillowcase, so the pillowcase yes, shut, that is now a pillow. Nothing. I'm just going to I'm gonna keep heading towards the right. clerks. You all beeline for the, uh, for the mercenaries' guild house. Um, currently outside, uh, there is a cart that is parked outside, a military cart drawn by two war horses. And walking out of the door is a uh, very burly, um, fairly tall for being a... Yes. Sorry, he's walking out of the guild house or out of... Out of the guild house towards his cart. Uh, He is like... He's clearly a dwarf, but he also looks like he's about like five foot nine. That is a big dwarf. Um... He is wearing just massive plate armor. Uh, he has a sigil over on the left side of the Evdaris Empire, and it looks like he has a uh, like a scroll in his hand that he's currently like clenching up with his fist, and he's just walking over and just chucks it on the ground, and you can hear him just kind of mumbling to himself as he gets <clears throat> back up onto the cart. I scurry over and grab that. Oh, okay. Um, I, I just to the guy. He, uh, he's looking up. I go low. I do not have more clothes. <laughs> do, um, do me a favor, just for the sake of this, do a persuasion check. Just to win, right? Yep. <laughs> Fuck you. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, as you wave, and he kind of glances over and sees just the rippling abs and muscle he goes to put a foot up on the cart and slips and just can I, lands can I, can I try catching him? he's a little ways away I'm going to say it's as you're walking up but he lands into the mud and just gets up and just defeated climbs into the cart and just look what you did I was trying he was already having a bad day I was trying to be friendly <laughs> storm still going uh, no at this point it's over All it's right. passed um the scroll was it in a scroll too? Uh, no, it was just it, it was basically just a glorified piece of paper that was rolled up with a ribbon. All right, so is it muddy? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. The outside of it. Could you muddy and uh, press the visitation there, remember? Okay, yeah. That that mud all flecks off. As, um, as we walk in, I open it. Okay. What's that? Uh, so inside it is a uh, letter direct from the. Evdaris uh, crown uh, demanding that Kalanop and specifically uh, the mercenaries guild house give forces and aid to the empire in oh, the coming you weeks. Uh, You're blah, a soldier now. Blah blah blah. Fight for R. us. R. Blah blah blah. Aid us. Blah blah blah. Kalanop sucks. Wait what? Wait are we being drafted? Kind of. 
No, we you're being drafted. I'm not being drafted. Only, I'm going to Well, no, it does say here that it is Kalanop in general, so it could very well also... None, none of us are military personnel. I mean, you kind of, but is, also not really. Is the archive mentioned no, anywhere? we're all freelance. Are, Glenn, exactly. are you going to let Mormos read the page? Yeah, I'll pass it over okay. to him. But it, 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 it says Kalanop in general, so I assume that there's like a chance that it could involve the archives. It is actually it is specific to the Mercenaries Guild House Don't. in Kalanop. Ah, so we are fine. From what it seems like, yes. Uh, Director Sargent was talking about getting your approval for the archive done faster. Ideally, what you could do is rescind yourself from the guild once the archive begins, at least if you would like to avoid being drafted. Well, by how he stormed out, it didn't really seem like the draft succeeded, so we'll see for now. Well, imagine how Pat would react. Well, it did say in the coming weeks. We take Pat to the archives. Sorry. I mean, it did say in the coming weeks, and I don't I don't feel that uh, okay. Pat's going to have much of a say in the matter. I have a, a weird hunch that the archive already has its eyes on Pat. I mean, he knows that. Mm -hmm. Already. That's true. If I remember correctly, he trusts him about as much as I do. Hi, Pat. Yeah, you all walk in, and he goes... Oh, Mormos! What's going on? Glane, Belle, lovely to see all of you. I pull out my, uh... I pull out my bag of... Evidence. 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 Uh, you, he pulls, or uh, pushes one of the buttons on the left, and the desk just below the bar opens up wider, so that he can kind of slide it through, and take it, pushes it again, and it goes back up. And he begins sifting through all the evidence. He finds uh, the glass with the weird skin and blood on it. Um, what else did you all find? The um, chunk of tooth? The chunk the of tooth, the ring, and the deed that both have the same name on it, and then the code with the same handwriting as the deed. And the, the pouch um, of eight gold. Diary, too. And the diary, perfect. Pat, actually, um, I'm going to make him roll something really quick. Nope, that was fucking cock. That was even worse. Okay. Um, Pat kind of begins like furrowing his brow, just kind of looking through everything. All right. Um, and he kind of waves for all of you to come a little bit closer. He goes, there's going to be one more job coming up here. Uh a little bit more dangerous, I think. Um, so, um, pay's gonna be a little bit better. Uh, he slides out uh, three bags of gold for each of you, 25 each. Mm -hmm. He goes, this is good, thank you. Um, there's not much I can say on it right now. I, I do apologize. That's uh, this is, I, I have to keep this one a little close to the chest. Um, but I will give you some info uh, within the next couple weeks on the next job, the next leg of this Any investigation. Yes. time frame that you would like us to, for lack of a better term, keep free? He has classes. I know, I know your schedules. It'll be all good. I'll plan for right. it. I have okay. a couple of questions. Yes. First off, why was that guy so upset? We read the letter about a possible draft coming from the, the guild. Oh, uh, don't worry about him. He's, it's not important. He's, 
not happy that discussions lo- didn't go his way. As long as our names aren't brought up, I'm fine. No, no, you two have nothing um, to do with this. And can I leave uh, 15 more platinum with the 77 I already have here? Uh, sure. He uh, takes the receipt that you originally had, copies on a new one for the new total, hands it over to Sorry, you. Sorry, 70 platinum. Uh, and then I'm going to add 15 to that. Gotcha. Yeah. He, he writes out a new receipt for you. So it's a new Um... So, the the most I can. Oh, actually, I forgot to do this now. Mormos, you all feel, and uh, Glane, you recognize uh, that when dust begins to feel incredibly tired, it usually means that things are kind of ramping down in power. I need all of you. To roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. 16. 16. 12. 22. 22. Belt, you get a, a memory. Brief. It's for a flash, right? It's a shadowy scene. You're walking through an alleyway, and it feels like it was recently. And you see a figure standing in front of you, kind of just chatting, walking alongside, but ahead of you. Um, Looks like a small boy child of some kind. And all you see is this shadow snake-like creature come into frame, and as it passes out, you're just standing in an alleyway. It's weird. It could have been a dream. It's who knows. That passes through your head though for just the splittest of seconds. Does the young boy look like the one from the house we looked at last time? Uh, you can do an invest. Actually, uh, make an intelligence check. Sixteen. Sixteen. He does not. It looks, the kid looks familiar. Um, It looks like he's wearing robes of some kind, but it's hard to say. It's very dark in this weird memory. Age? You don't know. Hard to tell. Um, But. I feel like it'd be something I keep to myself. Yeah, that's fair. Um, What was the last thing that you were all just doing? That took me out of it for just a sec because I forgot to do that. I was talking to Pat. Gold and that was it. Talking to Pat. Um, Pat kind of leans back in again, this time even closer. There's one more building that we're going to be checking. It's between those two. It's somewhere in the Scholars District. I haven't figured out where yet. This right. thing's kind of hard to track down. You know, it's, it's... Anyway... Um, just keep safe. Keep out of the governor's district and the scholar's district. Like, keep away from that section. Where's my tower? Is that in the scholar's district? It's in the scholar's district, but it's up against the uh, eastern market. Okay. Um, he's like, Marmos, your tower is close to one of the spots, but there's not much going on there, I think. Um, but uh, just keep away from that area in particular. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds good. 
Awesome. Uh, anything else I can help any of you with? I think I'm good. Did you all help with that? What was going on out there? I couldn't go oh, and we, see. Oh, we beat its ass. What happened? Uh, uh Do I know? Paper thing. Yeah, you do. Paper golem. You do know that it's called a home tour? Because uh, no. Beach Wizard Boy had called it that when we that's brought true. it up to him. Oh, that's, that's true. right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, a home tour. You know what it's called. I can't remember Beach his name. Beach Wizard Boy. Eldon. Thank you. Eldon, You've been yeah. talking shit about him half the I know, <laughs> and it just didn't. Really yeah, a, a home tour uh, decided to form out of papers in the middle of the archive, so. This no. This name dropped of an unmet character. I know. <laughs> He's going to stay like that. Uh, I'm just going to make him a disappointment on purpose. No, don't do that. Eldon's um, awesome. Pat, Pat kind of. Uh, he listens to you talking about this thing, this helmed horror. He's like, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds pretty cool. Sounds dangerous. It is. Um, tell you what, uh, surprise for you. Uh, he kind of whistles over. He goes, Calliope, if you wouldn't mind, uh, one shot each top shelf. You know the one. And the dwarf at the bar kind of like goes over. Gets up on a ladder and grabs the giant keg Let's from the go. The two thousand year old whiskey that was sold to the uh, sold to this place. Uh, sets it down, pours out three shots, sets them out. I doubt it. That's the only reason I have platinum. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I kind of like tap uh, against the glaive, like cheers dust in there. Uh, context found uh, Belvire specifically found the. 2,000-year-old whiskey keg in the destroyed city Eteros that we visited that we first bought the Helm Horror in and sold it here for a bunch of platinum. And because of it, they get half-off shots. Cut back to Belle saying earlier in this episode, I don't have any money. (laughs) Um, I didn't have money. All three of you, do me a favor, uh, make me constitution saves. Face plant. Oh. <laughs> Yikes, that's a 10. A 10? Nine. A 9. <laughs> oh no! 21. A 21. Now you roll good! <laughs> what the smallest you, blood cut. Glenn, you take that shot like a fucking champ. And this, yeah, this shot, comparatively, is massive for you because it is just a regular shot for your You're tiny goblin body. I'm large. You're large. We're about to just fall Bell, Mormos, the two of you immediately feel the warm rush as it goes down and then goes back up in your head and down your fingertips. Oh. <laughs> and you are just immediately, not shit-faced, but you are heavily buzzed. Ooh. <sighs> Lightweights. <laughs> what? Lightweights? <laughs> yeah. under, under his breath, which is a lightweight. Do I hear that? Uh, no, I'm going to say you don't. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the bar, dwarf, fight, however... Bar, fight. I wasn't about to fight him. I was about to go, who you call a lightweight? Just pick him up and start throwing him at me. <laughs> the, the dwarf comes over and takes the shot glasses, though. She kind of leans to you, Glenn, who's like, I don't know, they do... I mean, I don't know about the, the frilly guy in the robe. That, that other one, though? Frilly. That other one, though? I saw them fucking kick the shit out of, like, 30 fucking people in here one time. Or something like awesome. that. They're never more attractive so, I can bend the rules of the universe to my whim. Who are you calling yeah, Frilly? But you look like a puffy bitch. You're not wrong. It's been a long day. <laughs> so I'm gonna let that go. The three of you. Oh, I was saying that as Willow. Oh. <laughs> uh, the three of you 
after a bit more drinking, some revelry, kind of just relaxing down for the night, uh, go back to your respective homes and, uh, Glane, in your pillowcase, Mormos on the inside of the window on your bedroom. This motherfucker. Bell on the outside of your door where the mail is usually kept. There is a letter with a, um, a, what the hell would the color be? A weird violet ink that just has the embroidered letter E on the front of it. And we're going to pick up that one next time. Oh, no! I Woo. love Eldon. I love him. Eldon's I'll bring so him in for a little bit. He's fun. All right. At least um, he chose to be polite this time. For you. For no, you, no, you no gave him shit. No magic in my book nest. No, but for you. For Your the entire first time book was... nest is now magic, though. Yes, first, that's different. The first time, the first time that it was on, it was on my door. The first time, and now it's in my pillowcase because it's you an, didn't want it on your. It's an invasion of personal space, and I'm the only one who directly addressed see, it. See, now I have he, to bitch at him. See, here's the funny thing. I didn't. Though. I didn't respect Bellvires. I didn't. So. I didn't. I didn't address it because there was nothing to address because he respected my personal space to begin with. No, he did it on the inside of your door. That's fine. That's not in my pillowcase. No, so it wasn't in your pillowcase. Oh, it's right. on the inside of the window on your bedroom. It's in oh, that's even worse though. Now he's in my bedroom. See, that's too much. That's too far. Uh, don't forget, you have that additional piece of paper from Eldon still with the yes-no thing on it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, you haven't checked it yet? He also hasn't looked at our new rooms. <coughs> that's true. true. Magically Are, you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> well, I didn't get a new room. Page. Yeah, you... Um, so, we will be picking this up next Sunday. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for the first time. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, what was, uh, Dunham, Dunham, Dunham? Is that... <laughs> that was only really making fun Dun- of the name. Dunham, thank you so much. That was fucking awesome. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have no idea what any of it means, but I appreciate it nonetheless because they seem... It helps. It helps. It helps. It's, it helps. it's a good thing. Adam, awesome. Dunham. Adam Dunham. Dunham. Adam Dunham. Thank Adam you, Dunham. Adam Dunham. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, we'll see. hopefully see all of you next time. Bye-bye. See you next Peace week. Peace out. Thanks out.